0: This week on the Jock and Nerd podcast, we review a 90s action cult classic. It's Dolph Lundgren. It's Brandon Lee in Showdown in Little Tokyo. Plus, could Spielberg be up for directing a Superman movie? Avatar 2 releases a new trailer. Bollywood creates a shared universe. Godzilla takes on Kaigan and a new CG short and more, all in this edition of the Jock and Nerd Weekly for Monday, November 7th. 2022 <laughs> you know who this is and you know why you're here you want all the latest comic book and superhero tv and movie news and by god you found it forget everything else out there forget all the scientology bullshit this is the real deal this is the real deal worship at the feet of the holy trio of geekdom the jock and nerd podcast play it check, check
1: one all right
0: Oh yeah, what's up? Hello and welcome to the Jock and Nerd Podcast where we give you comic book and superhero TV and movie news, reviews and whatever we choose. nerd. My name is Imran.
2: My name's Anthony.
0: He's the jock. He's a nerd. And joining us a guy uh stomping all over Tokyo, it's Rugzilla. What's up Rugs? <laughs>
3: it's my
0: fire breath
3: is uh is not atomic.
0: It's just a, it, it's just It's foul. just booze fumes. <laughs> it's just booze fumes. Yeah, I don't know who has worse fire breath, Godzilla it, or Rugs.
3: It's like bourbon Two parts bourbon and hot sauce. Oh, I think. You know,
0: yeah. Get, don't put a match to that when you burp. You burn everything down. You're I b-
3: think I could actually get more uh, like fuel from my farts than my burps. Can you light your burps on fire? Has sure. that ever
0: happened? It's an alternative <laughs> energy source. We go from solar to Rug Boys burps. Uh, you guys, I got to mention, I added a new sound clip to our soundboard af- oh, after last cool. week's really fun episode. Which episode was that? Reviewing Blade. Remember? We oh, were there. We Blade. were all there. Yeah, okay. I had to add this.
3: Some motherfuckers are always trying to ice skate uphill.
0: Only the best line in the whole goddamn movie.
3: <laughs> well, this one's got a couple that can oh, fucking
0: This mis-review. one has one that I don't know I can put on the soundboard when we get to this week's movie. <laughs> Just wait. But before we do that, we got some trailers. we got some news. Let's dive in. The Jock, the Jock, Jock. and Nerd Podcast. Uh, let's start with this interesting rumor, uh, something reported in the Hollywood Reporter's newsletter. Apparently, Warner Brothers Discovery Chief David Zaslav was seen having lunch at the Warner Brothers commissary with one Steven Spielberg. Oh. Not only that, they were having lunch, and then Chris Nolan walks over and sits down. And then... The new co-head of DC Studios, Peter Safran, walks in and he sits down and they're all discussing something. I wonder what it could be. This is, uh, this could be exciting news. You, your teeth. <laughs> well, who's that? What's, that? What's that? I'm sorry, you cut out there a little bit. I said I can hear the lisp a little bit. Your teeth. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I am uh, a lisp denier. I refuse to believe What did he say?
3: What did he say that you noticed? No, I don't know. I just
2: thought, I just heard something. I just heard that, and I was like, oh, it's T, his teeth. Okay, you might, there might
0: be something there, maybe. I'm having a little bit of a situation, listener, just so you know. Uh, You have to bear with me for a little while. Imran
3: Imran filed his teeth after you watch Blade. He filed his teeth to be like Blade. uh, Yes. (laughs) And now he's waiting for it to grow back.
0: Yes, I've installed vampire (laughs) implants. Let's just say, you know how a building yeah. is under construction for a while and it looks weird? That's happening in my mouth. So my mouth <laughs> currently, possibly under construction, there's caution tape. Just try to avoid it. And if it got to go in, wear a hard hat. That's all I'm saying.
3: Okay. Uh, what were you saying about Spielberg? Ruggs,
0: you're the one who sent me this story.
3: Spielberg uh, uh, meeting with so Zaslav and Safly. Okay. So Spielberg is working on some other project for them, but... So uh, him talking to Zaslav, that seems like okay. He's working on his project, but when Nolan and then the new guy from that was hired with James Gunn, yeah. what's his name?
0: Saffron, Peter Saffron. Saffron, yeah,
3: yeah. He
0: sits down. Then all of a sudden, you're like, hmm, this is a little bit too convenient. Oh, what is going on here? So you're you're right about the project. I, we believe we talked about this way back in like 2018. Spielberg was in development on something called Black Hawks. You have to say that very carefully and enunciate. Black cocks, Yeah. Blackhawks. DC, it's a DC property about World War II, something not in canon. It's kind of outside the DC universe, but it's DC characters. Apparently, he might have been still working on this and talking about the Black Hawk film, but one can speculate and imagine. And can you imagine? Well, because you got Nolan who
3: produced Man of Steel. Yes. Right? Yes. So he's like a first hand dude in that
0: project we got Henry Cavill back as Superman
3: right we just heard that
0: and they're trying to fast track that movie so yeah I'm wondering how quickly a Superman movie is going to come out but Anthony would you want to see a Superman movie starring Henry Cavill directed by Steven motherfucking Spielberg of course that would be crazy
2: that'd be awesome Steven Spielberg's uh, an amazing amazing director and if that's the move that uh, Zazlav, not Zaz, well, I guess Zazlav, yeah. Saffron and Gunn yeah. can pull off. Yeah. That'll be a thing that gets people talking again about DC because uh, although some people seem to be talking about Black Adam, we're not anymore. We would definitely yeah. be talking about a Superman movie with Henry Cavill back and Steven Spielberg. So I don't know if that's possible. I don't know if even Steven Spielberg wants to do something ah, like that, yeah. but they should throw all the money at him if he if he has any inkling.
3: My opinion is that this is not gonna happen. I Probably don't think not. Spielberg's gonna do Superman. I, I mean, I don't think that he wouldn't, but I just don't think that they're, they're giving it to him. Um, I just don't think it's gonna happen. I just don't have, that's what I feel. I don't feel like Spielberg's gonna direct a Superman movie. I just don't. But, um, there is a lot of fucking, <laughs> It's great to see Nolan back in the game. That's the biggest thing that I picked up. Yeah,
0: what is he doing there? What's like, Nolan's sitting
3: down with Zaslav. That, we could get Nolan back, maybe.
0: In mm, some kind of produ- producer role What if Nolan was the,
3: him the him? one to do Super... Because, like, oh. people are talking about Spielberg, but Spielberg's oh. working oh, on Blackhawks. Uh, you know, are they going to... If he's working on Superman, are going to push that back? And going to How's that going to work out? They want to get the Superman out a- ASAP. So what if they just... Uh, what if they pull Nolan in? I mean, that's even that's a great idea. A
0: Christopher Nolan Superman movie would feature some kind of incomprehensible time travel, probably.
2: Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I love I like Nolan a lot. But that last movie really left a <laughs> left a bad taste in my mouth about Nolan unhinged. Be,
0: yeah. <laughs> it again. Uh, Tenet. Tenet. Oh Tenant, which if you watch it again, is a fucking mind fuck of a movie. But it makes your head hurt. And I don't know if any of it makes sense. And it's just hard to even uh, think about. But. I mean, he did Batman. He's a great director. He's a great director. We don't want a dark and moody Superman. I don't know. Uh, and Spielberg, I guess you could do a Black Hawk film. I don't know what this is. It would give him more leeway to do whatever he wants because it's. Like,
3: does anybody want to see this Black Hawk no. film?
0: He wants to make it because wants- he yes.
3: likes that in time period, yes. right? Yes, so- he
0: loves the World War stuff. But one can dream what a Spielberg Superman movie would look like. It would be uplifting, it would be hopeful. It would be colorful. You know, it could almost be like the Christopher Reeves movie. That's, that's what it What would could be burn. the closest Spielberg movie to a
3: Superman movie? Hmm. What do we got here? Like, Hook? Uh, <laughs> I mean,
2: the, uh, those movies and the wonder of... Yeah. Like, E.T. And, yes.
0: The Adventure uh, of the Indiana Jones. And yeah,
2: the, yeah, those 80s movies, there was a lot of spectacle and wonder, and that's what you want, is you yeah. want... You want those feelings where you feel you're watching a movie and you feel like a child again, amazed at what you're seeing.
0: Which is how the original '78 Reeve Superman affected a lot of people. Like they saw a man fly, like you know, for the first time, somewhat realistically, and it was just the wonder. Well,
3: that's why I brought up Hook
0: because oh, uh, yeah, Peter Hook. Pan, Peter yeah. Pan flies. Rufio, get him back in the game. Dude, Rufio's the best. Get Rufio. <laughs> well. Anyways, Rufio. on the other side of town, on the other spectrum, on the other side of the spectrum, we have Quentin Tarantino. Um, kind of talking about would he ever work uh, for Marvel? And uh, the quick answer is no, he wouldn't. Uh, he's got a new book out and he's doing a tour and he had some comments. He, uh, he said he calls the MCU directors hired hands and he said, you'd have to be a hired hand to do those things. I'm not a hired hand. I am not looking for a job, even though he was briefly, he wanted to make a Star Trek movie. I don't know if I could see him in a franchise. Is this even controversial? No, the thing is, he's not wrong entirely. Like he's wrong, and he's not wrong. Like they have both, right? But, yeah, he's not
2: wrong. It's just, it's just. There's two things. He's not wrong. You do have to be hired to play in the Marvel sandbox. You got to do what Marvel wants you to do. And some guys can play better than others, and some guys can navigate that better than others. It's a, it's its own little thing. Quinn and Tiro is not wrong, but it's also like, come on, this is old hat. Everyone, every, every old director is doing the whole Marvel bashing thing. So at this point, it's just like, all right, whatever. There's another, another director that great director that doesn't like Marvel. I next, love series And
3: he's, you know, oh, wait, yeah. wait, let's back up yeah. a little bit. Yeah, yeah. You have to add the caveat. These are all directors that pretty much can do whatever the fuck they want. Exactly. So why would they want the confines of working for Marvel? Right. They, like the only time that you really need to work for Marvel is when you're like Sam Raimi, when you can't get shit off the ground anymore. And now you need Marvel again,
2: or you're like an up and coming director, yeah. and you wanna you wanna make a name for yourself. Yeah, that, that, that I don't know who's even ask why they even are asking that question. They I know they know what yeah, they're gonna get
0: right. And yeah. Tarantino clearly a guy who will write and make his own movie the way he wants to make it. No one can tell him otherwise.
2: As as John I said on
0: this topic. Tarantino is his own universe. Yeah, so he kind of is. Why he, would he yeah. need to do this? He has built a Tarantino universe amongst his movies. But look, you have hired hands, but then would you consider like a Ryan Coogler or a James Gunn? They're kind of auteur yeah, d- directors. The those are to do the it. guys
2: I'm referencing that can play better in the sandbox ah, and, ah, I see. and they can get in Faye's ear and make... Conv- I think you have to be... A, you To get in as a director, I think you have to be able to sell yourself a little bit more to Fai and and... Get him to the point where he's letting you play a little bit within the within the um, the lines.
3: Well, I'll tell you. Let, let's let's break down Black Panther and Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, Black Panther needs to be directed by and and worked on by black people. Right, right. Five, you can't say shit when when that happens. That's so he's got to ha- he's yeah. got to hand over the reins there because it, it's not his place. Yeah, right. Yeah. And then Guardians of the Galaxy, no one gave a fuck about. So he was just like, all right, do whatever the fuck you want. So those are two situations that worked out very well for the directors. I mean, you're basically in the catbird seat right there. You're like, you, you have it all.
0: You got the leverage. You got all the, yeah, you got the power, Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, so well, there's
2: there's one option. There is one. Sorry. Just there is one example recently where I think a lot of people would say one director got too much and the movie was was worse off for it. And I'd say that's Taika Waititi. Oh, that's right. Possibly, he, made a Taika, yes. he made a Taika movie in Love and Thunder. And a lot of people were like, "You just shit all over everything." That entire movie, mm,
0: maybe too but much, I, yeah, freedom.
3: But I would also argue that Taika became the blueprint for Marvel movies after after Ragnarok. Like right. everything was jokey, and yeah, it so that's was, good.
2: That's not that's not great either.
3: Yeah, but they were just following the protocol. That's why he got so much uh, so much leeway at that point. Yeah. So. Um, it's weird. Marvel's a weird thing. Like, Yeah, as I said, if I was Tarantino and I make my own rules and set my own shit up and I don't like listening to other people like tell me how to make my movies, I'm not going to work for Marvel. Yeah. Unless Marvel does one of those things where like you just do whatever you want,
0: but I can't even see Tarantino doing a movie. He wanted to do Luke Cage for a while. I'd, I'd give him money and just make whatever Luke Cage movie you want uh, if I was Marvel. It's probably not going to be a good idea, but it would be interesting to see
2: It'd be I'm interesting. Not, it, yeah. it wouldn't play
0: with anything. Oh, well. no, it'd be the most militant ass no. movie. It'd oh, be and amazing. I guarantee you, I guarantee you there would be
3: a lot of takes of why is he doing that character and this and that. So
0: Plus, this is a guy who re- likes to rewrite history and he'll just kill Hitler because he wants to and he can. So he's not following probably- <laughs> Hitler yeah.
2: or, uh, you know, stop uh, Roman Polanski's wife from getting married. Oh, yeah.
0: From getting uh, uh, raped and murdered. Manson yeah. Crew. The pregnant yeah. wife. Yeah. That never happened either. Brad Pitt and Leo stopped it.
2: Yeah, with flame,
0: flamethrowers. What yes.
3: other thing could uh, Quentin Tarantino uh, like, can he can he make Trump not get elected? Oh can my he god, that? he should do that
0: one or Trump loses. I don't know. I think he's got one more movie in him. He's writing books now, and I don't know. What, what was his last movie? It was uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. That was a good movie. In retrospect,
2: I I like—I didn't like it as much when I first saw it, but in retrospect, like that was a pretty fun. It is
0: a slow hangout movie, but then the payoff at the end is fucking hundred percent worth it, right? It's—it's almost just a comedy, which is kind of weird. Yeah, it's just yeah. Well, the end of that movie is fucking bananas. I loved it. It It's fucking
3: howling out. I gotta watch it again. I feel like it's—it deserves another watch.
0: It is a very satisfying ending. Yes, (laughs) and you don't expect it, even though you should. Just Brad Pitt beating up women. It was, it's just. Oh, my God. Flamethrowers so and violence out of nowhere. Anyways, listener, let us know. Uh, if you want to see a Steven Spielberg direct a Superman movie, join the conversation.
2: <laughs> is that going to help? If, if, if enough people join our conversation, you think Steven Spielberg is going to...
0: It might. Okay.
3: He might All listen. Right. Uh, join the Facebook group. and Oh, solve. yeah, he does yeah he absolutely
0: jock and nerd nation he absolutely spielberg listens to this podcast i've been told it's confirmed jock and nerd nation on facebook we're all there hanging out posting geek things spoiler threads it's lots of fun okay let's get into a couple of trailers from all over the place i want to start with the brand new avatar way of the water trailer the second trailer for this movie really showing you a lush underwater landscape and uh the difference between Na'vi characters. And I don't know about you guys, but now like this trailer made me super uh geek boner. Geek boner. I think it looks fucking amazing. The fact that all of this is fake is <laughs> like the trees, the leaves, these physical locations they're showing you none of that shit is real. The textures on the skin seem improved. The eye rendering, the underwater mocap. I'm really excited to see this in 3D. Anthony, what do you think of the second trailer? Is it coming out in 3D? I think it has to. Yeah, hmm, It's definitely didn't coming that out. I know that was going to do that. I know the first
2: one it was a big deal. It came out in 3D and it, start, it sparked another 3D wave that which is dead out. now,
0: right? Which is dead, weird. Yeah. Like, but if someone if there's one 3D movie you're going to go see, it's going to be Cameron's 3D movie.
2: I guess, yeah. Um,
0: yeah, I mean, the trailer's very well
2: cut. It's weird that we're getting a sequel to this movie that came out mm-hmm. 12 years ago. You just It's just weird because you, you don't see that in modern movies. You always get to every two to three years you get a sequel. So for this to be 12 years, weird, but well cut trailer, um, sufficiently epic. Definitely looks really nice. I think you're going to get some characters that we liked in the first movie dying it looks like um sigourney weaver is playing his characters playing a child now which is kind of strange oh yeah i don't know if you noticed that i don't really still know what it's about other than just the war but yeah he's really banking on the fact that hey avatar's back remember how awesome that was remember how immersive that was now we're doing the water we're gonna catch up with this family that you might have fell in love with so, yeah, I mean, I'll be there. I think it's going to do really well in the theaters. I think it's actually probably going to make a shit ton of money. And I don't know if it'll break records, but it's going to do really well.
0: Rugs, what do you think of the, the CGI in this? Like, this one, it really impressed me. Like, it fucking, it, it's just, it's mesmerizing. It looks unbelievable. The water well, I, effects, everything. I, I watched a couple of scenes of old Avatar. Yeah, it's, and it looks
3: was, better. It's, it's still impressive. Yeah. Uh, so I'm not surprised that this trailer looks great. Um, I think Natiri's gotta be dead. I
2: think she's gonna die, yeah.
3: Yeah, she's definitely dead because she's like only in like two seconds of the trailer. And so I, that, that I picked up. I'm like, oh, now I know that she's dead. That's gonna be weird. Um, I might be wrong, but I'm usually not. I usually, I'm
2: with you on that. I think that's gonna happen as well.
3: Um, so yeah, I'm interested to see what happens. I don't know. Uh, I think they're going to be focusing on the children a little bit more. That's what it looks like. The story is about their kids. And I don't know. I mean, I have full faith in James Cameron that I'm going to be entertained. I might not think it's the most original thing. Well, that's
0: the thing. I hope the story is good after showing us all this. I will
3: be entertained for the time that I'm there, and I know it'll be eye candy. So, yeah, I'm not expecting it to be like the greatest story ever told. I'm just expecting it to be a spectacle and a continuation of the story. I do. Think? I want to
0: be immersed in this world, right? I want it to be visually immersed, but uh, the story being immersive would also help. I do like how you can kind of tell the two different kinds of Navi, like they're different shades of blue. It's a little more obvious in this one. Uh, and these fucking flying water creatures that also swim like it just uh, it looks fucking dope. That, the giant whale. The whale that controlling looks crazy. Yeah. Uh, and the action yeah. should be good. So, The uh, premise, real quick, set more
2: than a decade after the events of the first film, Avatar, Way of the Water begins to tell the story of the Sully family, the trouble that follows them, the lengths they go to keep each other safe, the battles they fight to stay alive, and the tragedies they endure. That last part, that, I would emphasize as that's definitely someone's going to die that we liked. Oh, shit. It looks like Stephen Lang, that character, is coming back as in this movie, but he's... In, a, in another body oh he avatar is in a another Navi avatar body yeah but he has the memories oh my of God. that character
0: this is gonna be a um there's gonna be a lot of avatar when this comes out the runtime has been revealed and after 13 years he is giving us a movie that's over three hours long oh, oh it, it's gonna be i think three hours and ten minutes why have movies gotten so long? It's kind of annoying. That's long. This I like long movies. Yeah, but this better the story. I like long movies that are epic, that like are this. good. Yes, epic runtime. Better give me an epic story and an epic journey. Uh, Rugs, what do you think about that runtime? Should they have an intermission? Should we bring a bottle of I need to.
3: I need to. <laughs> I need to bring. Yeah, you, you can go rail a coke like at mid at mid point. To <laughs> I'm gonna have awake. to get a catheter. There's You're no way. way. Yeah. There's no you, way that I'm staying awake like through this whole thing. Yeah, like, um
2: you, you two no. both. You got to worry about one pissing yourself. You're at that age where you, you you don't. I don't know if you can control your bladder. Secondly, yeah, you guys both probably just fall asleep in bad places at all, like any point. I'm gonna so need a lot
0: of I'd coffee. I'd be concerned about both of you. I know. When I went to see Black Adam, like I was like struggling. Well, that was the movie's <laughs> fault, though. I was too. I blame the movie. If this no. movie makes me doze off, I blame the movie. But fuck, three hours, James Cameron? Okay, okay.
3: I just got to see a matinee. That's the only thing that can do.
0: And I also oh, like matinee. that Cameron is realistic. Another report came out where Cameron has said, if Way of the Water bombs, he's going to end it with Avatar 3 and not do 4 mm. and 5. So the guy's got contingency plans. He's trying to be a little realistic. He's not going to force this. If Avatar is not a thing again like he wants, but the movie makes a billion dollars, which it could. I think Black Panther could make a billion dollars, get two movies with underwater things coming out very close to each other. Uh, It's going to be interesting, but at least he's uh, he's realistic about it. He's like, look, if it's shit, I'm just going to end it with the third one. It's no problem. That's good. He's
3: not that crazy, but he is. He's showing some kind of signs of uh,
0: humbleness. Yeah. All right, let's move on over to India, guys. Oh no, Bollywood. Got to represent. Got to represent my people. I'm not from India, but that in general area. Pakistan. I'm, I'm going to
2: preface by Next saying door. I really don't understand why we're talking about these two trailers.
0: Well, uh, a couple of reasons. Because I watched RRR on Netflix, a three-hour okay. epic Indian action movie, and. You know, I've talked about for a long time, watching these Indian movies as a kid, they make the same movie over and over again. There's always a leading man. There's a romantic interest. There's fight scenes. There's a dance scenes. There's a romance. They only kiss. Nothing more. Bad guy loses. Good guy wins. And I've often wondered, why don't they make other genre movies? Why don't they branch out? And uh, I feel like Bollywood industry has been always a little behind Western trends. In the 60s, they made surf movies when... Surf movies were big here, and they did surf music. Now, I feel like shared universes, the fantasy superhero genre, and the action movie aesthetic from the 90s that we love talking about is now just making it over there, and we're getting some spectacular things. The first trailer is for a movie (laughs) called Bramstra. It's a fantasy action adventure. Uh, All of these links I'll put in our show notes. You can watch and play along. This one, though, for the first time in a Bollywood movie, there's like mystical powers. There's superhero type shit. It is a, the first part of a trilogy that they're going to spin off into a cinematic universe tied, titled The Astroverse. The story kind of uh, uses Hindu mythology and turns it into like a fantastical beings and, and, uh, and myth and power inspired by Hindu mythology. I love that. I think that's a great idea.
3: Right. This is like the time where we were gonna watch the Russian Avengers yes, movie. The that? Yes, the Guardians. <laughs> right, it's
0: very similar to what's going on here. Yes,
3: yeah. The cool thing about the Guardians movie was it was filmed in Russia, and like literally, they don't put any ugly people in the movie, like that are female. Like, so there's like every female character oh, it's was just like hot a supermodel. Russian broads. Okay, <laughs> yeah. Like every doctor was just. I mean, like, India like, does
0: the same thing. They they pick lighter skinned Indian women to put in their yeah. movies. Ed, men, on purpose, I'm watching right? the
3: trailer. I'm like, is this? Are these Indian
0: people? Exactly, uh, exactly. Uh, they try. They you could even whitewash within the Indian culture. I'm like, <laughs> uh, what did you guys think of this one of the trailer? First of all, any reaction? Um. <laughs> uh, I'll start. Yeah.
3: Go ahead, Anthony. Uh, I mean, it
0: looked.
2: It, it looks. It doesn't look terrible. I mean, in terms of how visually, it doesn't. It looks like those Fantastic Beasts movies. A
0: little bit, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: It's got kind of that vibe, but I mean, I'm going to be frank. I have absolutely no interest in watching this. I don't know anything about this. I watched the trailer. I was like, oh, okay. I don't know if I want to read subtitles for this movie. I mean, it looks like a it looks like an Indian
0: American movie. I mean, it's about an orphan with pyrokinetic powers who discovers that he is a weapon of enormous energy. Like, that's a dope premise.
3: Yeah. My favorite thing about this trailer is that right away, you see that this guy's got, like, uh, fire powers. Yeah. Fire doesn't burn at the very end of the at the very end of the trailer. They reveal that he has fire powers. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, he's got these. The guy tells him, he's like, you have fire powers. (laughs) And I'm like, isn't that what we've been seeing (laughs) for the past two minutes? So, uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. Like that narratively tells me uh, if the trailer is that like hitting me over the head with obvious shit. Like, should I watch this movie? I think I, feel like, I think I already saw
0: it. Dude, there's like a dark side looking motherfucker in here holding a pitchfork. Some of the CGI is impressive. But some of it looks like like CW. It, it, some of it looks cool. Yeah, and yeah. some of it, yeah, some Doesn't of it look looks a
1: level.
3: Yeah.
0: But it's very unique for a Bollywood movie to to use Look, these special. I'm happy
3: that there's, this shit's out there. I feel like uh, it's uh, what is 20th Century Fox involved? Here's the or? thing:
0: this is technically 20th Studios, it's yeah. a it's a Disney movie. It's being released by Star Studios, which is the Indian version of their streaming platform that was uh, run by 20th Century Studios, which is now owned by Disney. Technically, a Disney movie. There's a dude in here also, the old guy with white hair and the white goatee. His name is Amita Bachchan. Now, when I was a kid, this guy, Amita Bachchan, was in every movie. Like, back then, an actor would go shoot six movies in a day. He would go to six different movie sets, shoot six Mm. movies at a time. This dude was in everything. He was kind of like Harrison Ford of India. He could do everything. He did stunts. He could sing. He would dance. He would do the action scenes. I grew up watching him, so it's kind of cool to see him as an old man. He always reminded me of like an Indian, also like an Indian Sylvester Stallone and Harrison Ford, like squishy. Here's, together.
2: What, here's, here's what, uh, why I'll, I'll explain why I'm I not impressed at all. Okay. Because you're coming at it from the angle that Bollywood doesn't do this type of stuff. Yeah. First off, I don't watch Bollywood. Sure. Secondly, I live in America where we do this type of stuff all the time. So you're coming at it from the angle of look at this, Bollywood's doing this. And I'm coming at it from the angle of I don't watch Bollywood and I'm seeing something that we've do all the time here.
0: I understand. I'm just trying to expand people's cultural horizons. That's all. Just turn people okay. on. Okay. Let's talk about the <laughs> next trailer. I wanna know I want to know if this one
3: The only yeah. thing that could be better than after Anthony explains his opinion is to now let's talk about another one of these yes, movies no, this <laughs> um, one I wanted, because this one because this one's different this one is different this uh, one's this in bollywood seemed, they don't
0: do this in bollywood <laughs> i'll tell you what i thought about this trailer this is pathan right, it's pronounced patan which is uh a, a group of people the pashtu they're kind of tribal people in afghanistan and pakistan Pashto-speaking people, they are patans. But growing up, the word around like Urdu-speaking Pakistani people, patan, was kind of a derogative, insulty kind of word. Like you were a country folk or you were a tribal and you were patan and weren't civilized. That was kind of the reputation. So is this movie a Pakistani movie or is this a Bollywood movie? This well? is a Bollywood movie. But the word, oh, okay. the, they, the word patan is used everywhere. So all what's right. this movie
3: about, Imran?
0: I'm not sure. It looks like it's it's uh it's the fourth <laughs> installment in some series. It looks like a guy who's some kind of agent, as they think he's dead, but he's come back and he's just kicking all sorts of ass. Shahrukh Khan. How did you find this, this one? I I you know I don't know. Did somebody post it? No, I just. So this is like a martial arts film, basically. Yeah, look at the action, dude. You know, we're talking about John Woo. We're talking about these '90s action movies. It's got contrived action. Like all the movies, it reminds me a little bit of uh, Fast and the Furious meets like a Mission Impossible. There's rocket launchers. There's snow-capped scenes. There's like a dude that looks like an Indian Frank Grillo in here real quick. There
2: is, yeah.
0: Uh, and they're fighting Is he the lead? I or don't know. Lead. I
2: like.
0: He Indian looks like Frank the backup. They're fighting on top of trains, on motorcycles, driving on ice. There's a hot girl that's also kicking ass. Uh, there's explosions. I mean, it has the makings of everything we love in action movies right here in this trailer.
3: I am going to wait and see like what the reviews are on it and then maybe I'll check
2: it out. Did this, I, I'll one, watch an action did, did this one
0: get you at all Anthony? Just the the
2: action bonafide. I will say this one was a better trailer for me because yeah. it had the action. There is some some weird CGI but that that's this is another trailer where I'm like, "Oh, this is kind of doesn't if you put this next to an American movie, it doesn't look completely out of place." Yeah. They, they so there's that going for it. I thought the trailer was better than the other one just because this one's shorter, so I didn't have to sit through it it as much. It was shorter. I, um, I, I'm more excited the, about this movie. But yeah, but this one had a much simpler, easy to get onto, easy to hook onto premise for uh, me coming in from outside and on a 90s, 80s action binge. So now, go.
3: is this is this coming out on on streaming? Where is this coming out? I
0: have no idea. January 25th, <laughs> releasing somewhere, probably in theaters right, in way India. Way to go,
2: Imran. The other yeah, wait, movie way is way to go, Imran. You, you plug two trailers that everyone should see the movies for, but you have no idea where they're. But the other
0: movie is on Hulu right now. Okay, Romster is on Hulu. We'll so, see where this shows up. I want to watch this one. I mean, I Burmester. think with like people, like a lot of people, I feel like Netflix got a lot of people watching RRR. Maybe Netflix picks it up and it could be the home for these kind of movies. I mean, the last shot of him, him a motorcycle jump over a truck while he drops a grenade and then it just explodes behind him. Come on. Come on, The guy looks badass hair blowing in the wind blood on his on his shaved chest this right. is it looks just like
3: Imran if Imran was like uh you know not Imran like an action star the
0: lead in this guy <laughs> this guy Shah Rukh Khan is right now he's like the biggest Indian Bollywood star he hasn't he hasn't had a movie in four years. people have been waiting for him to return to the big screen, but he is huge over there so and the girl's really hot in this too so anyways. Look, I agree. look, just keep an eye out for uh, some exciting Bollywood action movies, uh, listener. Also, keep an eye out for Jock and Nerd merch, which you can find at our T Public shop, JockandNerd slash shop. Get a T shirt, a hoodie, a cell phone case, a mug with the logo with Rugboy's face on there. Lots you of fun even things. Can to get a pen? Can you get a pen? There is a pen. No. On there. no, there's no pen. No, I don't know. You want amazing. a pen? If you want a pen, let me know. I'll make it happen. Whatever you guys want, JockandNerd slash shop. Okay, let's move on from India to Japan. We are so international no. this week because last week, November 3rd, was Godzilla Day. Happy Godzilla Day, everybody. He's 68, and
3: next year he's going to be 69, Oh, dudes. what a great year. Yeah. Happy birthday to Godzilla. All the Godzilla porn coming out next year. Wow, Godzilla's 68. Everyone.
0: He's Wow.
2: Penis and 69 still makes me smile all the time.
0: <laughs> Never that Saying funny. those words out loud. 69, get, dude. Get your hand off my penis! Uh, so on Godzilla Day, there, a couple things happened. A couple of things were announced. Toho announced that a year from Godzilla Day, November 3rd, 2023, they are going to be releasing a new Godzilla movie. Oh, shit. From All right. Toho, directed by Takashi Yamazaki, uh, who has done... Uh, I don't know any of these movies, but he's previously directed Lupin three, the first parasite part one and two and dragon quest your story. There's even a little G logo with the date on there. And I think that's all the news we have about this movie rugs. Do you know anything well, else? I do. of course. Okay. What um, do you know?
3: He did this movie called always two. And there was like a kind of a dream sequence with Godzilla in it. It was like one of the first Japanese done CG Godzilla's. Oh, and so I guess that's what got this dude the job, and um, th- there could possibly be like a period piece in- involved here.
0: Oh, um, they do it in the uh, they do it in the past. So
3: I don't, I'm not sure. That's just an inkling that I have from the always to dream sequence. It was done as a period piece. Have you seen that, Anthony? No, I haven't. Oh, okay.
2: Uh, I mean, uh, actually, I didn't even until I looked at the news today. I didn't know that another Godzilla movie was coming out. I've been out in the dark.
0: Is it? It's oh. not part of the Shin universe, right? The last one. Shin Godzilla. I no, I think it's going to
2: be. Uh, Standalone. Here. I'm,
0: I'm going to give you a link. Hold okay. On a let's
2: see. This logo is kind
0: of. Is that supposed to be Godzilla? It's a G. And then I also wondered, is that supposed to be Godzilla? But-
3: so there's there, there's this scene in. um of, There's a Godzilla dream sequence. It starts in. It's a period piece. And it's the first. This was done a long time ago. So, uh, I'm going to say at least 10 years ago, maybe a little bit less than that, but somewhere around then it's like the first CG 2007. Godzilla. Oh. yeah. So, uh, it's just a dream sequence and Godzilla's in it. You can see him like bashing. Oh, shit there he and- is.
0: He's wrecking everything.
3: Yeah. And then that was like the first, you never seen this scene, Anthony?
0: I think I have.
2: Yeah. Long time.
0: This isn't yeah, bad. So it yeah. looks pretty good.
3: So yeah, this is, we're talking about 2006, 2007 and, uh, this is the guy who's going to do it. And it looks pretty serious. It doesn't look like Godzilla's moving. His tail is moving. He has, like, some personality to him. So if this is the guy that's doing it, uh, we might see something a little bit different than Shin Godzilla.
0: I mean, that's exciting. You know, we're still going to get the uh, Godzilla versus Kong sequel that is being worked on. The American, yeah. the 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 American side of things. But, Anthony, did this news of a new Toho Godzilla movie give you a geek bonus?
2: I, I don't want to say this without sounding blasphemous but no
0: oh, no no <laughs> because oh, shit
2: i just didn't really like shin godzilla and i am hoping for the i'm hoping that they can meld as rugs has said in the past they can meld the man in suit with the cgi in a way that makes everything look better yeah yeah but i still don't trust japan i don't think japan the the, the film industry there is still well i don't know i i'm I'm basing this off of Shin Godzilla, but from what I'd seen is still way behind America.
3: I just saw Shin Ultraman is right
2: good was the, how was the, how was the CGI
3: <laughs> but like it, not as good nowhere near as good as uh, uh, of what we do here right but um their sensibilities are better, I guess they good. understand the medium a little bit better but pound for pound any scene in Godzilla versus Kong. Is, is way more fucking adrenaline packed than a lot of the stuff that we uh. should see. But it's still like, I mean, like like you have, uh, who's making the movie. So if it's, yeah. a- if it's Anno's involved, it's going to have that, that, uh, you know, Gucci's involved. They're all, they're going to have the same, uh, kind of idea where there's board meetings, there's people talking and then, yeah, enough with the meetings. We don't need the meeting scenes in a Godzilla movie. Now, this is a discussion that Anthony just brought up suit stuff versus practical suit stuff versus a uh, CG. Yes. Now, Toho, for some reason on Godzilla, they released two guy Godzilla versus Gigan films, one done in, in suitmation. nation. And the other one done with CG.
0: So I ha- I'm going to have those linked. I want the viewer to watch, the listener, definitely watch these. Here's the thing, Ruggs. The the one, the practical one, Toho, I don't think released that. Because if you click it now, it has been taken down. Oh, really? A copyright yeah, I, I claim couldn't see it by Toho.
2: I tried watching it earlier because I hadn't seen it. And yeah, I couldn't because of Toho.
0: Oh, wow. It was up for a little bit. I don't know. well let's talk about that other one then Godzilla vs Guy Rex is a complete c g i short film about six minutes a godzilla. It looks like a video game cutscene. I yeah. ca- I kind of enjoyed it though. I thought it was
3: pretty. But it's dope. really fun to watch, and Godzilla's badass in that yeah, thing.
0: Yeah, it's a great design. I want. I do want. Anthony, did you watch that one, Gigan? I did. Yeah, what did you think of that one? I thought one? it was. I thought it was. I thought it was
2: good. I liked the use. They used the music really well. They yes. used a lot of music from different Godzilla including. Yeah, uh, including uh, when he gets kind of reborn in the Godzilla Destroyer, which is one of the best scenes ever. When he dies, yeah, it's like and,
3: supposed to be Junior. I think this, is, yeah, this and then Junior
2: gets reborn. So, yeah, and I love Gaigan. Gaigan's one of the fucking weirdest looking monsters okay. ever. But uh, can but you, Gigan, yes, go ahead. <laughs>
0: no, I want you guys to give me a backstory on Gaigan because I really love this Gaigan Rex after watching. There's a horse. Wh- There's like a bunch of them. There's a red one. uh Let me just. Dis- well, that's the first time we've seen Gaigan like multiple. Gigan oh, really? Episodes. It's usually just one. Right. I want to just describe this for the listener, Gaiga and Rex, mm-hmm. and you guys can laugh at me, but this is what it meant. Like, this thing is a big bird-type bird, b- bird type thing across between, like, a chicken and maybe, like, a penguin with feathers. Uh, it has a red visor instead of eyes, but then it's got a metal beak and kick-ass yeah. giant metal curved blade claws and then metal spikes on its head and fins, and then... The other practical one, I guess. There's stuff that comes out of his stomach, which is like a spinning saw. But he also shoots lasers. This is kind of a badass design. Like I kind of love this guy, Gan. Uh, design in this one. But what's his What's his
3: deal? Um, uh, he was like a, a the ultimate weapon of some like alien race. Okay, like, uh, okay. Why does he that that look like was a sent turkey? down? Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, King Ghidorah and him like uh was supposed Come to up. take over the earth and then Godzilla and and like yep. battled them, right?
2: Yep, yep. And they talked to each other in the Yeah, movie. that's
3: what they talked to each other. <laughs> <laughs> and then like they brought guy Ga- they kept bringing him back because he was popular. So they brought him back again with uh Godzilla Megalon. versus M- Megalon and because they needed to do a tag team. So yep. Godzilla, if you don't know, teams up with this robot called Jet Jaguar that's kind of like and an Ultraman, Ultraman and they have to fight, it's two of them versus two of them. So it was, a uh, Gaigan and Megalon, which is like a giant bug. Uh, they, they teamed up and they, you know, they got their ass kicked and drop kicked by fucking Godzilla.
2: They do drop. So, uh, he does a
3: drop kick in that He, one. he does a great drop kick. <laughs> and, um, there's a lot of fun shit in that movie. Um, yeah, so then they bring back again one more time.
2: Was it Final th- Wars?
3: Well, he he's in Destroy All Monsters, I think, oh, isn't he? Is he? Maybe like I'm sure. a cut
2: scene. I don't yeah, I don't remember if Destroy All Monsters is a tough one to tough one to get your hands on or back in the day it, it, was a tough one. I, to get your hands I, I, on. He's
3: definitely in another movie in like yeah, maybe in a cut scene or maybe Godzilla's Revenge or whatever, that one with the with the mm. fat kid. Yeah. What is that one? And and then uh he comes back in Final Wars, but this time they make like a, a new version where he's blue. Mm-hmm. And he's he looks less like a fat guy and and he looks more badass. He has like chainsaws and stuff, and that's an awesome design. Uh, that's the one thing that came out of that
2: movie that was really badass. That's
0: Gigant. Yeah, yeah, like okay. yeah, they,
2: he's supposed to be like a uh, like Rug said, but he I think they added history to him, or maybe this was what he was supposed to be. But he was supposed to be a reptilian monster from another planet that people like took over and made into a cyborg.
0: Why does he look like a turkey, though?
2: <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, well, they always made bird? they just made people fat back then. Okay. I don't know why, but he was supposed to be like a bird reptile, oh, and then they okay. added a chainsaw to his chest and hooks, and he's supposed, to, yeah, he's like half half alien, half cyber,
0: half like metal. Yeah, I like that. Like it's organic and metal he,
2: combined. He's the what I liked about his. Well, I didn't like his character, but what was badass about his first appearance was before that. You never really saw Godzilla bleed. Oh, and he he like would fuck up Godzilla and, and anger it. Like he cut him. Yeah, there was like blood splatter. Oh shit! One one point, I don't know why they do this, but Angus like just walks right into his razor blade chest. <laughs> oh Jesus! And he gets like his neck splattered all over. <laughs> oh it's, my God! It's, it's a pretty bloody movie. Like Godzilla has like a bloody nose in the movie.
3: Yeah, he's got a buzzsaw saw on him. I know. No, he's, he's got like a buzz saw coming on his hands.
2: Yeah, yeah, blade
0: hands. It's
2: amazing. It kind of reminded me. Um, the way he the way they designed him in this one it kind of reminded me of how like legion's tentacles and Gamera oh, versus legion I've would would squirt that. out yeah um but yeah it was cool it was like, i mean gigans a cool con- monster and they they made a cool design for him in final wars and then godzilla just blows his head off with like one fire breath which was kind of <laughs> yeah. stupid oh.
0: no this one these these gigans give him a run for his money and then the destruction in this, like everybody just died in the city where he's fighting. He destroyed I love the, giant the explosions. yeah I yeah, love how great. like just these huge plumes of fucking people fire up the whole city. I'm like, all those people are dead now, Godzilla. How I really,
2: you? I really liked that they made Godzilla's level up a white breath. I thought that yeah, was cool. That looks great. And, yeah, and that 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 scene where he first uses it and there's like atomic explosions all around the city is amazing.
0: Yeah, this yeah. is, I mean, aside from the like, some of it being a little shiny, right? Like it could use a little more texturing, but. Oh, for, yeah,
2: if, they definitely could use some
3: work on but before, but if like, is, took, is this. If they took, this is what I. If they took what they did in this movie, as far as Godzilla moves kind of quick, yeah. but like n- they could slow him down a little bit, but still, like, have that amount of agility just not move as quickly. Mm-hmm. Have the similar design, because that design is pretty fucking badass. He looks like he could kick some ass. And um, just that the intensity then they could probably give America a run for their money. Cause this was like the closest thing that I've seen that Toho has like put their stamp on, uh, that they, they, that they've like, uh, involved themselves with that has actually like, I feel like can compete with what would, we're doing over would here.
0: Would you motion, did they motion cap Godzilla in the legendary movies? Could would, would that help? Like then you can kind of have a combination.
3: Well, I don't know if it's a
0: motion capture.
3: I just think that they didn't have, the amount of money to spend. See what happens is if you watch Shin Godzilla, right? Um, As long as Godzilla's not moving too much, he looks great, right? But the minute they try and make him walk, yeah. and you see him actually do a walk cycle, yeah. it starts to fall apart. It's lumbering. So that's why that he doesn't move a lot in that film. Like the only time he really moves a lot is like when he's like on the ground, like uh, as like a little baby, and that's mm-hmm. the most moving he gets in the whole film. Like, oh. and, um, it just doesn't, they hadn't quite gotten it yet. So, um, I don't know what it is. If it's like this lower polygon, uh, count and there's less like, uh, effects and in, in compositing to kind of make it seem real that they can kind of just do it and not have to worry about it looking bad. They can kind of, I don't know. It's, it's, um, it's the uncanny Valley. When you get too close to reality, the, all your mistakes start to stick out a lot more, right? So as long as you're keeping it in a cutscene video game thing, you
0: can forgive a lot more. Maybe I don't know. Something like that. I this video got me int- instantly interested in Guy Gan. I was like, "What the fuck is this thing? I want to know more about it because they was badass. <laughs> it's very cool. Watch it, listener. Link in the show notes. You will enjoy it. All right, we can take a quick break here. Play some promos, and we come back. And we talk about uh, Dolph Lunger and Brandon Lee taking down the Yakuza in a ridiculously awesome movie, maybe, right after this. After these
1: messages, we'll be right
0: back. Hey, this is Matt.
2: And Jesse. We host American Slacker Podcast, your weekly rundown for weird news, entertainment suggestions, and unique games.
0: Every other week, we bring on guests from all walks of life, like comedian Mark Forward of Letterkenny. Yeah, we just call it tune-up here. We're we we we're pretty clear that it's a fish. And NYC stand-up powerhouse, Ian Fidance. I want to fucking punch you
2: in the fucking face with positivity <laughs> and fun, motherfucker. Actor Brandon Crane of Stephen King's
3: It. There's a lot of the work that I did, like Wonder Years to It, they were all very, you know, period
2: 50s, 60s and, you know, chunks of all the rage. And Arthur Clown from Terrifier, David Howard Thornton. They also had to make a mold of my face while I was there so that was kind of claustrophobic in itself. Musician Dan Simons of Just Surrender. First time ever going on a tour, you remember every stop. And Nick Thompson of Hit the Lights.
3: All, All the stuff that I think that people go through through life and it's just like my outlet for that.
2: Watch the video version of American Slacker on our YouTube channel and listen to our show on your favorite podcast app. New episodes every Wednesday. Visit our website aspodcast.com for everything American Slacker. That's it. There you go. Check out what's been going on with the Pop Culture Cosmo show and
0: the PCC Multiverse. I see the potential for basically like another Netflix kind of paradigm shift where Promoted, and this is a thing where audiences do not agree with critics. That's the Pop Culture Cosmos Show
2: and the PCC Multiverse every week on Apple Podcasts,
0: and over a dozen of your favorite streaming and podcasting options. Doc
1: and Nerd. <sighs>
0: Listener, if you enjoy the show, you can give back and join our fun fan club. Visit JockaNerd.com slash Patreon. JockaNerd! Where you can support the show on a monthly or annual basis. And we'd like to thank everyone who has continued their support. It means so much. Special shout-out thank you to Patron, 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 Patreon supporter, Ralph Bravo, who earlier this week increased his support he doubled his support yeah, Whoa, ralph,
1: yeah.
0: Bravo. bravo ralph bravo we recently reviewed hard target for him as a patreon pick which is a fun thing you get when you support us so thanks ralph that's awesome everyone be like ralph other discord be- other patreon benefits you get invited to our monthly discord hangout uh this month november we're gonna do uh, a wednesday one i've decided. Okay. Thanksgiving Eve, November twenty third. You're not doing anything. Nobody's doing anything. It's uh, home. You gotta.
3: Do- you mean the night that everyone goes out and gets drunk? Uh, yes. Us losers are going to be home that on night Discord. You
0: can stay home and get drunk. It's cheaper. And we can hang out on the Discord. Wednesday, November twenty third, eight p.m. Be there. I'm right going right to be now. basting
3: my turkey. That's fine. You, you know can know baste
0: I mean? while uh, we talk. You baste.
2: Are Aaron. you going to be making turkey this year, man? Remember that one year when you made that awful, god awful turkey? Oh my god, you it was the delicious. To the dogs? You know what?
0: The wife and I just yesterday we made a ten pound turkey. Do you know? Have you seen the turkey prices? There's like a turkey war going on. Uh, Uh, You made a turkey? Yeah, it was very easy. Ninety nine cents a pound from Aldi, but if you look at Costco and Aldi, turkeys going for like a dollar, a dollar five a pound, dollar seven. Super cheap turkey prices. Yeah, that's really cheap, right? Yeah, that's uh, amazingly cheap. So you know, you know, you get a twenty pound, thirteen pound turkey. You're looking at 13 dollars $13 or twenty dollars.
2: I got a, I got a turkey take, a real quick okay. turkey take for it you. a hot sucks. take on turkey. Yeah, yeah, most overrated meat ever.
0: You know what though? It was. I mean, we made it yesterday. It was tender. We hit temperature. We took it out in the right time. Fucking juicy, tender, delicious. Gives you lots of meat. I'm not um, saying
2: it's bad. I'm just saying no one eats turkey. No, the only reason turkey's hyped is because it's on. Unth- it's because of Thanksgiving.
0: That is true. You could eat turkey. No, no one, no one goes in a
2: deli. Yeah. Most people don't go into a deli and think uh, I'm getting the turkey meat.
0: You know what else you could get at the Costco's and the Aldis? A whole already cooked smoked turkey in a bag. It's already cooked. You just gotta heat it up, I guess. I don't know how that works. It's weird, but uh, less work. It's done. You just fucking pop it in. <laughs> Turkey's delicious, and it's at a premium, low-price. Listener, run out right now. I like a good turkey sandwich. <laughs> Anyways, you join our Patreon. You can also pick any movie for us to review, like Ralph Bravo, Picked our Target. We loved it. It was great. Do all these things. Jockanern.com slash Patreon. Uh, and for this week's review, we are going to uh, tackle another 90s action movie that is part of our upcoming 90s action movie tournament with John Belotti Jr. coming up. Uh, and it's been really fun reviewing these movies, and this one is crazy. The movie this week is called Showdown in Little Tokyo. Here's your spoilers.
3: Trap yourselves in, you fucks! Spoiler time.
0: This movie came out 1991. Uh, other releases that year, of course, you had Terminator Two, you had oh. you had Point Break. <laughs> a lot of gr- also uh, <laughs> movies that are in our action tourney on a different level than this movie. On Rotten Tomatoes, it has uh, nine reviews, putting it at 33% tomato eater. 4.3 out of out 10. Out of nine reviews, 51% audience score. Like, you can't look at the Rotten Tomatoes for this movie. It doesn't <laughs> count. This movie was made for a budget of $8 million. Really? Yeah. What, does that seem uh, too much to you after watching this? No, I just, that's, cheap. that's really that's really nothing, yeah. And that's exactly what it made on its return in the box office, nothing. It finishes with about $2.3 million. The reason being, uh, it was only released in about 140 theaters and five countries. 140 theaters domestically. It bombed so hard, they released it direct-to-video the next year everywhere else. So it was barely in the theater. The movies... Well,
2: Warner Brothers hated it. They were not happy Was it Warner with Warner Brothers. Movie? They, were, yes, they hated Warner, the movie. Yes. They completely chopped it up, and then they put it out with as small an audience as possible because they didn't think anyone wanted to see it. And it gained a, it gained a cult following once Brandon Lee died.
0: Yes, it uh, did huge VHS sales, which is it's kind of sad uh, that that happened, but it, it brought this movie back into cult status. They hated it so much. This is why this movie has this crazy runtime of 79 minutes. You never see that. It's an hour (laughs) 18. There's no movie. You never see that. You never see that. What a random number, right? Well, turns out Warner Brothers went behind the director's back, cut 11 minutes out of this movie after the last test screening without even telling him, and uh, just put out a 79-minute movie. The movie is directed by Mark L. Lester, who you may know for directing such things as Commando. With the Schwarzenegger and Firestarter. Which we reviewed. Which we reviewed, which was in our 80s tournament. Fantastic movie, Firestarter, with little Drew Barrymore setting things on fire. Lots of fun. Written by Steven Glantz and Kali B. Brattle Street. Your lead cast is Dolph Lundgren and Brandon Lee. Uh, playing the bad guy is Kerry Hiroyuki Tagawa as Yoshida and a very young Tia Carrere. Yeah, it's got to be one of her early roles playing the female in the action right. movie. Uh, and also, you can't have an action movie in the 90s or 80s without Ali Young. And he does have a quick cameo in this yeah, You movie. see him a
3: couple times. Yeah, yeah. Yep, he's there
0: real fast. He gets killed like three times. He <laughs> is there. OK, first, before I find out if anybody has watched this movie before, uh, Anthony, what yeah. happens in Showdown in Little Tokyo in 79 minutes? Okay, well you have
2: Dolph Lundgren investigating um, the Japanese criminal underworld in LA. And he stumbles upon uh, an incident happening in a coffee shop and just so happens that Brandon Lee is walking by and they actually happen to be partners. They got they become unexpected buddy cop partners. Dolph Lundgren is the white guy that's super immersed in Japanese culture, and Brandon Lee is the uh, racially miscast <laughs> half-Japanese guy, yeah. even though he's Chinese, yeah. playing um, a valley guy that has no no connection to his culture other than training in martial arts when he was four years old. And they go on a adventure together to hunt down the Yakuza or hunt on the Yakuza in Japan. And there's a personal element no, it's to Dolph Lundgren. LA, Lundgren's, Little Tokyo. Excuse me, LA. Little, in Little Tokyo, yeah, excuse me. As the title said. We were talking about Godzilla earlier, right. and I'm yes. still thinking sure. about Japan. Sure. But it is Japan, though. There is, this is Little Tokyo. Yeah. And uh, there is a personal element as Dolph Lundgren happens to also come across the guy that killed his parents back in Japan uh, in cold blood. What a coincidence. Kid.
0: Yes. Uh, yeah. Had you seen this movie before?
2: I had seen bits and pieces of it. I think I'd seen it once. There were a couple scenes that I remember seeing as okay. a teenager or a kid. Oh. Oh. But I don't remember seeing it in full. Or if I had, I just didn't remember seeing the entire movie.
0: Uh, you know what? This one somehow slipped past me, and I'd never seen it, and I'm shocked that it slipped past me because it is the type of schlocky action movie I would have loved back in the day. Uh, so this was my first time watching it, and it was an amazing experience. Rugs, what's your history with Showdown in Little Tokyo? Cut to 1990-something. I'm in
3: Blockbuster video with my friends, who I would always rent uh, action movies with, you know? And we just saw Dolph on the cover, and we're like, we're getting this movie. Like, he, this looks like a badass movie. And we're just... It, it was like, okay, Dolph Lundgren's going to do karate. Like, does he know martial arts? But he is a martial artist. Yeah, I, I watched this on VHS like many times when I was a little kid. Yeah.
0: This is a Dolph Lundgren that is coming off of Rocky IV, Masters of the Universe. Then he was in Red Scorpion. And then he d- does do the Punisher movie. That goes straight to video. And then after this movie, he does Universal Soldier, which is another movie that's in our 90s action uh, tournament. And this is actually Brandon Lee's first American movie. Yeah, he was in a couple of Hong Kong films. Well, he was in a German movie called Laser Mission or something. That's terrible. It was a German movie. But this is uh, our first American Brandon Lee role. So I don't even know where to start because the fact that it's only 79 minutes, they managed to shove so much shit in 79 minutes. It is alarming. This, it never stops. This movie has everything. Anthony, uh, opening thoughts, let's start with you. What did you think overall of this movie?
2: Okay. Uh, yeah.
0: I wrote down a ton
2: of notes, but yes. I'll just high level. I'll start by saying th- this is not a good movie by any, cha- by any stretch of the imagination. But, but. is it entertaining as all hell? Oh, my God. Yeah, it is. Fuck yeah. <laughs> oh my I, I laughed. So many times during this movie for all different re- sorts of reasons. I don't know what the, the full eleven minutes that we're missing or whatever it is. Yeah. But I would argue seventy nine minutes is perfect. It doesn't need
0: it, yes. <laughs> and we we're talking about so, three three hour avatar movies. This is a when, great runtime.
2: I'm very curious to hear what you guys think, but I'll just say this is this is an eighties movie made in the nineties. And it has literally everything that you would ever want in terms of that B level movie mm-hmm. action, boobies, sex, one liners, weird homoerotic shit. All of that. <laughs> all uh, of that is all in of here. It, all, weird. I mean, crazy kills. It just, it has everything you would ever want. I wrote down that. Like, I almost feel like there's two, th- two comparisons. It, it's kind of it in some ways wackier than Roadhouse, which is kind of crazy to wow, say. Okay. It's it it's B movie Tango and Cash. That, okay, really I'm about. glad yes. that's what it reminded okay. me
0: of. This is a movie that definitely falls in the category. It's so bad, it's fucking good. It's weird like Tango and Cash. Uh, but it's so entertaining. There's so many what the fuck moments and it's relentless. Like there's a fight scene every fucking five minutes. Just non stop so much happens in this movie in 79 minutes uh there's chase scenes dolph Lundgren flips a car there's yes. topless <laughs> there's picks up a car there's female topless sumo wrestling uh there's <laughs> a bathhouse uh a scene there's a training montage there's a sex scene it has everything there's a there's a beheading there's a beheading <laughs> oh, oh my god in a very and disturbing scenes and the one-liners and the humor is so bad. Poor Brandon Lee. Look,
3: when I was watching this movie, I was te- texting you guys and I was like, we're gonna need to do two fucking shows on this movie because there's just so many things. First of all, the opening yes, of this let's start with Open. I mean I, I, I need to say two different things. Number one, the opening of this movie yes. is like just shots of like a guy's like pectoral muscles <laughs> <laughs> with tattoo with the with a Yakuza, Yakuza tattoo. There are homoerotic yeah. and, shots. And then like dude. it's like it's like, yeah, it's like holding a sword, holding a gun, holding like a saying. dick, like it's, it's like holding an eggplant, like just like it's like almost a parody. And then the music and the music does this one music cue that happens all the time. It's like, and it's just they overuse it on so much. Oh, it's like,
2: God, that music they use that <laughs> they use that theme every two minutes.
3: Yeah, it's like they overuse it. Uh, it has some ridiculously bad synth music in it. And it's inappropriate. It like pulls you right out of the film. But then there's like some rockin' music that's almost like on the level of like, like, uh, like, like Kumite, like yeah, on yeah. that level. And uh it's just like all over the place. Like, this movie doesn't know what it wants to be. But Brandon Lee's in it, and he's got some great lines that make me laugh. I think that one of them was. Uh, besides the one that we're all going yeah, we'll to talk about, this one line line, where yes. he talks about Let, let's fucking kick this guy's ass and then we can go eat sushi off
0: naked. There's women. naked yeah. chicks with some good dude men eating sushi off them in this movie. There's so many <laughs> boobies in the movie. Oh, he, it's
2: great. Yeah, he he is so Brandon. If just on that Brandon Lee part, he is so goofy in this movie. Yeah, I mean some of the lines. He, he, they're talking about the going into like he, to to that Japanese place. And he's like, be, Dolph's like, be prepared, like, be prepared, basically, like, get ready. And then he's just like, I don't eat sushi, but that's just me. And <laughs> it's just like the way he delivers his lines. <laughs> Dolph is the is is the lead, but Brandon, they both have like kind of terrible line delivery. They have start, horrible this, dialogue. Yes, horrible, horribly written dialogue. Yes. But Dolph is the lead, but really Brandon's the guy that shows off more. Does like, he steal you, the movie? Away? Kind of. Yeah. 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 I think. I think Dolph is just so fi- Dolph what I wrote down is Dolph is just so jacked and massive yeah. that like you can't keep your eyes off of him cuz he's so big. Yeah. But Brandon is so freaking goofy and funny he's as charming. his weird his, as his sidekick and the like the the little bits where they're like showing off to one another when they first meet how to take down the the yakuza. Yeah. It's just like it's just so fucking weird. <laughs> but but it, he, Brandon Lee definitely for me I think is he shows in this movie, like the potential he had.
0: Well, it's funny because we have all three Brandon Lee movies in the nineties tournament. If you watch this and then if you watch rapid fire and then if you watch the crow, you see his growth and how fast it gets. Like he gets a lot better at acting by the crow in a very short amount of time. So yeah, his potential would have been amazing. Uh, He, he even does, he kind of like does a, uh, like a Bruce Lee forward fold stretch in this right. A little nod. Where he just bends over and grabs his legs. Oh yeah, he he, well, he yeah, up. right before the walk in the yeah. Walk-in-y. He's just like stretching, which is a very Bruce Lee thing. I was like, oh, that's a nice touch. Uh, but that opening credits totally got me because I'm watching this guy's muscles, and then all of a sudden he just has a gun, and then all <laughs> of a sudden he's holding a sword. I'm like the fuck is going on here? The beginning when we first get introduced to Dolph, and you don't even know their character's name. Oh, his name is Kenner. You don't find Kenner, out yeah. Brandon Lee's name for a long time. He interrupts a yakuza.
2: Murata Johnny Murata. F- oh,
0: it's Johnny Johnny Murata. He interrupts a yakuza fight club by swinging in from the the fucking ceiling,
3: like Batman, like Batman. Yeah. He's wearing
0: like a leather fucking studded jacket and and takes out these guys. And then there's a chase scene. He goes outside and then he just leaps over a speeding car that is coming at him. And it's the look, worst look. special effects. It's so funny. We're going
3: way too fast over this scene here. Yes. Okay, so okay. You cut to like this uh, underground fighting ring tournament and Dolph Lundgren is on the roof and he comes in like Batman and he swings. And as he's swinging in, he like punches a guy, yes.
0: knocks him right
3: <laughs> out of the ring. <laughs> then he lets go. And then immediately the, everyone's like, like, fuck him up. <laughs> and so like literally any if you see any guy with like a bright tie, he's getting shot. Any guy in a bright jacket. Like it, with neon colors is getting shot. Anybody wearing sunglasses is getting shot.
2: <laughs> well, he swings down and the two fighters are ordered to fight him. And then people start taking bets on the, 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 the three-way fight. Yes, the yeah. guy. Yeah.
3: <laughs> and he hits one guy so hard he goes flying out of the ring. <laughs> like.
0: And then yeah, then they're outside and He just jumps over this car. It's the funniest thing. And then you follow that up very, very quickly with that mean, cute scene you described, Anthony, where Brandon Lee just happens to walk by uh, uh, the cafe where he's fucking people up. And in the beginning, he's fighting the Yakuza while drinking coffee and holding the coffee mug. He never puts the mug down and he uses the mug. It's great. Doesn't spill a drop. Uh, and then they have to fight right away because of a misunderstanding. And then they realize, Oh, they're both, we're both on the same side. Wait, before that, was there the scene where he backflips over a car? Well, he he doesn't backflip. He just jumps Front, straight he jumps up. He just, yeah, just, like just leaps over a car. Yes, and it's like yeah, that was right before this scene. Yes, right, right before it. Yeah. And it's so it's like the worst like compositing of doing this. stuff I loved ever. it when I so, saw it I, when I first watched it. I was like, get the fuck out of here. Then, then it gets really dark as we are introduced to Yoshida, the head of the yakuza, and what he does. To people who betray him as he-
3: first of all, you, but you cut to like a party yes. in the eighties at this big like compound, the and there's like naked chicks club. everywhere. Yes. Yeah, and uh, so then you go into the inner sanctum where this dude has caught this woman like uh, talking shit to some about what his operation to some other guy. She's snitching So
0: now he he's got a he's starting like this crystal meth business. Describe it, this it, scene because I was like, what the fuck is going on right now?
2: This is, a, th- before you describe this is the scene I saw as a kid, and oh. I was like, I love this movie.
0: Oh, my God.
3: <laughs> Go ahead, So, Rux. So he confronts the girl. Now, mind you, this whole office is full of his yeah, stuff. there's it's seven like,
0: dudes look. standing around in a circle. Now, including the guy
3: who snapped his own neck. Oh, yeah. that's yes, yes, the guy. Oh, my, kills my God. Yeah, well, you, okay, so. <laughs> Now we have to go back. Oh my God! So, Wait,
0: that dude who snapped his own neck showed up later at the scene. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh, the scene didn't they cut know. to his right, fucking okay, okay, face. Okay, I didn't okay, okay. So,
3: okay, what Imran forgot to mention. So, so, um, so yeah. So Dolph Lundgren crashes in a, into the illegal fighting thing, jumps over a car. Then the next day, he's in a cafe, and the Yakuza, Yakuza comes in there, and he fights them. Meets Brandon Lee, and then they capture a guy.
0: Yes, they actually and they're like. Okay, we're gonna.
3: In. They bring him into jail. They're talking about how their partners in this thing, and they leave the guy uh, alone and he snaps his own neck. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, because he doesn't want to reveal anything. He killed himself. Yes. But then at this nest scene at this fucking house party with the titties everywhere, yeah. he's there. He's there. I didn't and- even notice that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they didn't even try to cut him out. So anyway, this dude wow. is confronting this girl who he's caught on film, like talking shit about him and uh, about his operation and so um, he gives her a bunch of meth and she's like well trying to get out of it trying not she knows she's in trouble she's like well how about I fuck you in front of all these he guys goes, I
0: could do you and he goes <laughs> she's
3: like I can do you right now and he's like well how about I do you yes. he turns her around yes. starts taking her clothes off yes. starts like rubbing up against her and like Looking like he's about to bang her, but then he gets his sword and he cuts off her fucking head. And, and
0: he just chops her. And, and that scene, the beheading scene, looks like a bar. They just flick the head off a Barbie doll real quick. Uh, it's the worst model, but he's grinding in front of all his dudes and then he just fucking chops her head off. I was like, what? Yeah, that, what it's the super fuck? cringy. What the it's, fuck am I it's, watching? It,
2: there's nothing more 90s than that. 90s, 80s, yeah. then then a naked girl being grinded up on, and then having her head chopped off while she's uh, high on ice or whatever the hell they call ice, it. ice, which movie. is like
0: Japanese crystal meth. Yeah. By the way, they their big plan is to ship these drugs in beer bottles. Um, how does this work? I what happens to what if you want beer? Are they just is it? I didn't understand how any of this worked. Like, yeah, people are going to order beer and they're going to get drugs. But what about well, the beer? What I'll say though is this is the Kerry
2: Harauki what's his Tagawa. name? Tagawa. Kerry Tagawa. Tagawa, yeah. He's in Mortal Kombat and he's in a bunch yes. of other stuff. Yes. If if looks could kill, he has the fucking <laughs> devil's eyes, man. That guy that guy looks intimidating as shit just by his fucking face.
3: But you ever notice that his scar on his face keeps moving around? Oh, 100%. Well, and the, so, <laughs> that's what he has got. To, that's, they don't they make, don't the, make, the make, a make a person a, on this. need to, to be make be fired a person was getting paid about
0: $2. <laughs> well, and the, <laughs> it's so, an $8 million movie. They, they, yeah. The reason the scar is there because they set up this conflict right away through flashback. You learn that uh, Yoshida was the guy who killed Sark- Kenner's parents. But then he was a kid and he managed to slash him in the face somehow. Uh, yeah just like just just some it, fucking kid he couldn't he killed his parents and the kid slashes him in the face just like splinter just yeah like splinter. oh yeah just, just like, like splinter,
2: splinter and and, t- and the bad guy the bald black or bald japanese guy is in the teenage Mutant ninja turtle movies
0: oh he is yeah he's, tetsu whatever yeah, yeah. is that
2: his name he's the he's one of splinter um uh not splinter <laughs> uh shredder's like henchmen
3: yeah he's like in the Ninja Turtles movie, he's like Shredder's main guy. He's the guy who like grunts all the time. Yep. And mm. doesn't say anything. He, and he does the same thing in this movie. He just he does, grunts, he plays the movie. same exact
2: role. Ah, he ah. doesn't. I don't think he spe- speaks a lick of English in either of the movies. No. <laughs> they just have him speak in Japanese while everyone else is speaking English.
3: It's kind of funny, though, that like all of a sudden he's in like he's in a kid's movie and then he's in his movie while he's girls getting their heads chopped off with their tits out it's like weird <laughs> yeah, this
0: is it? where and then that's where you see the topless female sumo wrestlers which is i would pay to watch that why isn't that a real thing topless female and then topless females are having sushi sushi though. in the raw yeah we're gonna go eat what, what, what's some naked brugs. this is one
2: of the first scenes though where you have them teaming up right they yeah they take out a bunch of bad guys and this is the first of two opportunities at least where oh Uh, The bad guy has the two cops in a situation where he can just kill them, and he goes, I'll let you go.
0: It's not two. It's four times. This is what I didn't get because it is established in the beginning that Dolph Lundgren is looking for this guy. He wants to kill him, and Yoshida wants to kill Dolph Lundgren, and they meet like four times. They have four opportunities to kill each other, and nobody does a fucking thing. They do some fucking stupid
3: shit. Let's talk about the times that they face off. Yes. You got so there's Dolph puts a gun to his face yes. at, the, at, the, at, the at when they raid club. the club. Yes, he has a gun. So when they to raid him. the Bonsai yes. club and there's like this big like karate, yes. you know, scene and uh, Dolph finally gets his way down to the inner sanctum and holds a gun up to his face. For some reason, the gun is shaking like a leaf, like he can't pull the trigger. And so that and so then all of a sudden they, they get out of that. for She's some like, reason. I'll you I'll you you later. Brad,
2: no, Brandon <laughs> Lee is like, no, we got to do this the yeah. right way. Yeah. Which somewhat makes sense. Yes, but it doesn't but, towards the end. But the but the, the Yakuza let him go because Brandon's like, or they're like, they're a bunch of people saw us walk in here as cops, that'd be
0: bad. But I'm just like, <laughs> but these guys the Yakuza. are criminals. They yes. don't give a fuck. <laughs> yes, so that's the... No, the, it makes no that's sense. That's the first opportunity. The second opportunity comes when Yoshida they, kidnaps Tia Carrera, right? And I think he rapes right. her and he shows her the beheading he video. Her,
1: yeah. yeah.
0: And Dolph goes and rescues her and Yoshida is mad, and he goes, I want the blonde guy's head. So he's looking for him, and what what does Kenner do next? He just goes to see Yoshida at the bathhouse. He goes right up to him. There's a whole bathhouse fucking fight scene where he tries to arrest him. And the guy who, who, who snapped his he's own neck also. is there, and he has a mustache.
3: <laughs> so no one can't tell that it's him. I, I, I wrote down
2: at this point. What did I write down? Um, one second here. I went uh, bathhouse fight scene with men in thongs. Yeah, it's very, as my <laughs> note.
3: Uh, very spicy. And there's a. I really wanted to see Ali Young in that fight I, scene. I just love
2: went. when Dolph confronts him. The main bag I carry, they're all like looking at him, and all of a sudden, all the guys with the, with the painted on tattoos start coming out of the water. Yes, and you just start seeing all this ass.
0: <laughs> <of>
3: <laughs> hey listen we got to see
0: boobs we got to see now boobs. everybody gets to C- see you know? get, there's a clear shot of Dolph's ass in this in the oh, sex that's, scene. Later. Yeah, that's, that's later. later that's later
2: Some for the ladies so yeah, that's like i mean the, the, with when he's fighting the sumo wrestler underneath the
0: water oh my god that's such a long <laughs> scene of them fighting underwater and the the sounds and he stabs him and he's not dead when he stabs him the first time they, they they
2: they play like some weird music yeah where it's like or not music they play some weird uh adr where he's screaming but it's like the ADR was like rawr, 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 as he's like screaming because he got like hit in the he got stabbed in the stomach. It's you you have to, if you rewatch that scene you're like there's no way he's screaming. Like it, <laughs> it's 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 terrible ADR.
0: Also, just before that, when he goes to rescue Tia Carrere, you, he does that great move where he just. Dolph throws himself to the ground and spins and shoots out oh, the yeah. window, and Super it's so naughty.
3: inaccurate. I'm like, well, you, you, you skipped over a part where tier. Kerr is about to commit seppuku. She's about to kill herself. Yes, and uh, Brandon Lee knows so much, so little about his culture that he doesn't even know what seppuku like, is. She, he looks like she's he has arranging no things. Idea.
0: What is she doing?
2: <laughs> well, wait. Yeah. There's, but uh, on top of that scene, she is about to kill herself. She has no reaction to the amount of fucking bullets that are being flying in that fucking place she she it's as if she's in like a a fucking soundproof room also i think in that scene Dolph punches through a door and grabs a guy by the nuts
0: i think that's later during the last later
3: wait you gotta watch this part like you know when so Dolph is sneaking around and he grabs a guy by the throat and he like oh no he does
0: punch a good guy through the door and grabs his nuts in this yes 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 yes. Yes.
3: but you gotta watch the scene where he chokes a guy out And as he's laying the guy down, the guy, like his arm, the guy's arm comes up so he can, like, lay himself down. (laughs) So, like, he he springs back to life so he doesn't, like,
0: (laughs) get lowered the wrong way. there's another big fuck up later, which I will get to.
2: Well, this is an actual, just a a weird plot fuck up. This girl's about to fucking kill herself, right? Dolph saves her, puts her in a room, gives her a shotgun. (laughs) This, This girl was suicidal and you just were like, well. You're not suicidal anymore. Here's a shotgun. <laughs>
0: Shoot anything in the movie. Wait, wait, wait. But there's more. That whole rescue scene is ridiculous because, first of all, Dolph Lundgren is carrying a, 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 a an adult woman and jumping from rooftop to rooftop and <laughs> shooting at bad guys accurately with Tia Carrere in his arms. And then this is where he decides, they decide, the movie decides he has superpowers and he flips a fucking car. Right. On its side, and then shoots at at it, driving away. And of course, we all know what happens when you shoot it at explodes. a car; it's going to explode.
2: Yeah. Well, course. what's funny about Dolph is, again, very physically impressive man, but it really stands out compared to Brandon. Like Brandon Lee is very quick. Yeah. You could see it. Yeah. Dolph, it's like he's moving in like molasses. Yeah. He's the way just, he like moves yeah. around, yeah. he's so slow. Yes. It's like how is he dodging bullets right now? <laughs> Yes, he's very lumbering. he's very i mean he's just a big guy. He's like six four two hundred and fifty pounds. There's no way that guy's moving fast, so like every time he does something, it's like like when he even when he pulls out the guns and starts shooting people, I feel like he's shooting the people at like half speed
0: like, <laughs> the bullets are coming out slow. He's not even trying to aim also then he's yeah. just hitting everyone. okay, wait, there's so much more because after he rescues her, he takes her to the safe house. This Japanese-inspired safe house, he built it. He by built the way. it. So here we learn he loves to appropriate Japanese culture, and right. he just lives in this thing. And this is where they have the sexy time, full sex scene. I don't know if that's Tia Carrere's boobies. It could no, be, it's, no, no it's not. That's a stunt not. double. It's, okay. it,
2: you don't know if it is. It's one of the worst
0: body doubles you'll ever see. You see, don't see it's her. One face. of the worst
2: wigs I've ever yeah. seen. Yes, yeah. it's yeah. like covering the side of her face. You, you, that girl is in the movie earlier. You see her
0: naked oh, body. Oh, and they in use the, the same body. And I also yeah. thought like while they were having sex, like he has no expression on his face. Oh, it's none. the same expression. But here's a great line. Because before, when he gives her the shotgun and he's like, shoot anything that comes in, and she's like, What if it's you? He goes, You're never gonna see me coming. So they have never sex. You're never gonna hear me, never gonna gonna hear hear me coming. coming. They have sex. He has no expression. And she <laughs> turns to him and goes, That time I heard you coming. Yay. Lane. What a line! What a line! <laughs>
2: yeah, I I was I doubled over when I heard that. Line. I was like, oh my god!
3: I can't believe that they. I that can't she actually it. said it. Yeah, yeah like, I can't she was it like, all right, it's time for me to say this and line. An actress of that line. caliber, yes. an
2: actress of that caliber, going saying I, that line and be like, that. yeah, I'm, I, that's the line. I'm this gonna go with that movie one.
0: Dialogue. The best
3: thing is that okay, so that line wasn't terrible enough. Right, not even two minutes later,
0: yes. we get the line of the whole movie. Which is, hold on, because this also ties into the third time Kenner and Yoshida cross paths because this safe house that allegedly nobody knows where it is. Oh, the bad guys find it right away. It's barely an inconvenience at all. (laughs) And they just (laughs) they just show up. You see Dolph's ass. You see him dress up in Bushido samurai clones. No, that doesn't
3: happen right there. Oh, that's no, later, no, later. No, that's later. Come on, later. Come on, Emron.
0: But then <laughs> we have possibly the best line of the movie delivered by Brandon Lee as they are preparing to fight back. What's the line? Who wants to say it? It's like he says something along the lines of I just gotta say, but like before
2: we before we jump into battle or something like that, that you got the biggest dick or penis I've ever seen no, on a male.
0: You've got the biggest yeah. dick yeah, I've dick ever I've, seen I've, he, on a man.
2: On a man, yeah, yeah. He's That's, the, the end part, too, is like on a man. On a man. That's so loaded. <laughs> it was supposed to be on a white man. Yes,
0: originally the line was on a white man, and they cut that out. So,
3: so it, it, this makes you think that, number one, Brandon Lee's character could be
0: gay. Yeah, well, see. There,
2: there is. There's, there's some of that there. This, yeah, there I
0: was be. like, did he mean this literally or metaphorically? I'm not sure. It's vague. Or uh
2: he's seen a lot of
0: dicks. It <laughs> is was the biggest one.
2: Either, either way, there it's 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 a line that makes you go, Maybe he's uh, you know, at least playing both sides. Either that or he, he used to like work at a urologist's <laughs> office or something. <laughs> he used to be Well, he gets he gets like kind of pissy too when he's he she um, Dolph's like, Oh, she's she slept in my bed. He's like Yeah, I figured. I knew that I was, knew gonna was gonna happen. Happen. He's like he, he's like all like fuck, man, I want to fuck him.
0: So did he actually see his dick? I still don't know if it was literal or medical. How did he see his dick? When did he see his dick? When did this happen?
3: So when did the dick scene when did he see his dick? I mean they must have cut that scene out. Yakuza
0: find them and capture John and Kenner, and now Yoshida has him. Does he kill him then? No. He decides to put him on electrocution boards in a move straight out of the Batman sixties fucking TV show. They're yeah. lying on these electrocution boards. And then Brandon Lee. In wait, between. wait, wait, wait. Does, but
2: but they, they do the whole morotic whole thing where they have to have their shirts off. Oh, they both yeah. have their well, shirts off and yeah. they're
0: tied. That's right. You get to see they're them. Bo- all they're both glory.
2: flexing their six packs as they're getting electrocuted.
0: And they're trying to be brave. And in between screaming while being electrocuted, Brandon Lee goes, in between cooking cycles, you're supposed to baste us. Adolph's <laughs> like, yeah, you idiot. I'm like, what the fuck? Is going on? <laughs> Why is he electrocuting them? Why did he just kill them?
2: Who 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 played the? <laughs> I'm getting stuff put in me that's really excruciatingly painful. More, uh Dolph Lunger and Brian Lee or uh Wesley Snipes uh, last yes. week getting injected with garlic mm. or whatever the hell.
0: That is a good three way race there. <laughs> I, I think Wesley Snipes <laughs> sold it better than Wesley. Oh, yeah. sold it any best. day yeah. of the week. Dolph's was fucking laughable and hilarious. And uh,
2: Dolph is making the same pain phases he made in yes, the Rocky four training. Yes, montage. He, he
0: has like one expression. <laughs> uh, and so then also they decide to electrocute him. And then the Yakuza just fucks off and leaves. Everybody just leaves like it's going to be fine. And they escape. No,
3: like I think I think that like Dolph Lundgren grabs the guy yeah, and electrocutes and him.
0: him. Yes. Well, she is watching.
2: Yeah. They use him as a as a conduit to have the electric electric current run through both all three of their bodies at the same time. I don't know what the hell. I don't know. how. I don't know what to make of that. Actually, And then they to be conveniently
3: escape. Yes. Right. We're not so done. There's so much then, more. But it's a trap because they set up a car for them to get into. They, they so leave they his can,
2: car. And, and yes. And Dolph's like, oh, that's my car. And then, that, yeah, they leave that trap. That's the trap.
0: Oh, and they get in the car and then the car gets picked up by a tra- tractor put into a car compactor. And of course, last minute, they no, that, no, no.
2: Yeah. What's weird about that comp carp compactor scene is earlier in the movie, right. the guy that was running the fight club gets crushed in the car compactor. Naka. Yes, yes. But in this one, they throw them in the car compactor, push it down just enough to take it out, and then put them on a conveyor belt to get like slaughtered. It's like we already had them dead in the car compactor. Yeah, why didn't
0: you just crush them all the way? It just <laughs> flattens the roof down, and then it's on a conveyor belt to this really bad-looking spinning blade saws where the car completely goes past the blades. You see it fall over, and then they cut to a shot of just, like, shards of metal coming out. But you saw the car go by these fucking horrible set saw blades. And, of course, they get out at the last minute. The whole thing is ridiculous. And then they're like, we're not going to let them know we're alive. We're going to act like we're dead. And they have time to do a whole training montage scene with Dolph in, with, bathed in a red light in front of a brick wall. It looks like it's a studio in Sears or something. It is the funniest <laughs> training montage. That that that's when he decides to put on the uh, Halloween costume. That's when he puts on the Bushido in uh, the, the Japanese flag bandana. Well, what's funny is
2: they they. It's like you could have looked at where the when the shredder where it was coming from. If you would have just see like blood coming out of there, you'd know they were dead. But all right. that came out was machine parts yes. and they're they just assume well they're dead must be and then, dead <laughs> and then Dolph, you know says the line where you know let's stay dead for a bit and yeah. they the next time they confront the yakuza was like well uh, two minutes later maybe yes, it's, it's like not the not next scene, the they're like
0: we're gonna hijack this beer truck and fucking get in like you didn't wait any time at all uh and they rush that it must
2: have been the
3: part that, they, that got cut out i don't had know
2: maybe yeah, there, there think- had to be a little bit there had to be a little uh character development. I think what got cut out there.
0: was more stuff just like conversations between Dolph and Brandon Lee. Um, and then Brandon Lee has another great slash horrible line when they bust in and start shooting. He goes, knock, knock, we're here. And just start shooting people. No, but you have the last, the best
3: line he has in that is like, you have the right to remain. Oh, shit. You have the right to remain silent. You have the right to remain. You have the right to die.
0: <laughs> so then this guy who supposedly <laughs> the <laughs> by the book cop uh, just fucking fries a guy and kills a guy And he gets into it and he enjoys it now Yeah, All of a sudden this so is like a fu- grenade or a, a lighter into a vat of chemicals Oh that's so right He, like he, that. he yeah. Oh cause they're in the brewery He falls into right. the beer vat And then he drops the lighter Wait and everything it was a line you have the right to be dead You have the, you right, have
2: the right to be, be dead.
3: dead Oh my god it's even He's worse. like I'm
0: enjoying this killing <laughs> And this leads to the fourth time Kenner and Yoshida face each other A final showdown in the brewery And spills out Into the streets. Now, if you notice the shot where Dolph Lundgren is creeping around the brewery trying to avoid getting shot, there's a part where he hides behind a wall and uh, Yakuza shoots at him and steam comes out, right? And he's kind of hiding behind the steam pipe and he comes out and he shoots them. Well, I paused it. If you go back and you look as he's crossing from behind the beer vat to the spot he's going to hide at, you see a crew member sitting there with a fucking fire extinguisher. (laughs) I swear to God, he's clear as day. He's got glasses. He is the fire extinguisher steam guy that just they left in the shot. I love it. I love it. it. uh,
2: That final battle between... There's so much to talk about. Yes. They're on the streets of a Japanese parade, although there was a lot of Chinese imagery in there, which was kind of strange. Yeah. Anyways, the, uh, the bad guy shoots Dolph, right? Shoots him.
0: Oh, he gets shot in the in, in the, <laughs> the and he goes, chest.
3: <laughs> he gets shot like right where his heart is. He goes, it, yeah, went yeah, like through. Through. it went right through. It, 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 he, he goes.
2: It, he goes. It went right through. Right. First <laughs> yes. off, you look. It's like a flesh wound on his where his heart should be. Yes. They they immediately take a shot of his back, like of a, a wide shot. There's no blood There's on. There's no. Opening. It didn't go right. <laughs> there. The bullet's It literally. Still it's you. the way they wear it, it's supposed to be. It, it has to be
0: lodged in his heart or his lung. Yeah. He'd be it, dead. Yeah. No. This and he still manages to <laughs> sword fight with uh, Yoshida. By the way, they grab swords off the guys in the parade on horseback who just carry real swords. I guess. I didn't understand yeah, the, that. The, of course. The, yeah. The people
2: impersonating shoguns on horseback. Yeah. yeah.
0: They have real. De- and then the the final fight is it's a, it's a great sword fight. Uh, Dolph stabs Yoshida right in the middle and then like pushes him and throws him 10 feet behind him, pinning him to the spinning board and then the board <laughs> spins and fireworks go off. And then the whole thing just catches fire for some reason. And he just spins on it. And just, catches just and catches on fire. W- w-
2: that's the other scene I remember as a kid. And it, it's him spinning and yelling being impaled by a sword on a, on like a, I don't even know what you would call it's that. Like Mortal a combat fatality. Yeah. That, I mean, that, that's, I was just dying laughing.
0: What I was like, was oh, my God. What was that spinning wall thing there for? I don't know. It was hilarious. The, and Yeah. He, I don't know how he got him on there. It's like the, it's like the Wheel of Fortune yes, wheel that he yes, gets stuck on. Yes, upright. <laughs> yeah. It is ridiculous. I did enjoy Yoshida as a bad guy. He was sufficiently evil, right? Like, this is an evil guy.
2: Oh, yeah.
0: I yeah, mean, he? the guy cuts off his
2: fingers, sacrifices. sacrifice. He still Oh, yeah. Stabs like, him. that's not enough. He cuts off His intro is him cutting off a woman's head naked. Like while he's they grinding do, on her. Do, do, they do a decent job of making him someone you don't want to you want to see die. He's also he's also in a thong. I mean, <laughs>
3: what about the guy He calls him like some racial slur? Oh, and he yes. chops his arm off yes, in front of the other
2: he's, guys. Oh, yeah. He's
0: meeting all the gangs of L.A., which involve clearly like crips and cholos and oh, it's, it's the, and the most and stereotypical yes.
2: look of yes. any race there ever is.
0: The dude calls him a slope head and Yoshida chops his arm off and it's the worst looking arm chop off
3: you're ever right see. but then like all of these guys that are supposedly like hard asses that fucking are in gangs they're like they see a guy brandish a sword and they're like oh I'm gonna listen <laughs> Like they all should just pick they have, like yeah. Mac 10s they could just take them oh, out yeah, and I, like
2: I, I, I thought
0: the same thing I was like don't they have guns they could just shoot yeah <laughs> <laughs> yes you already mentioned Brandon Lee is half Chinese not half Japanese so that's well he's not humming. only half
2: Japanese right or he's half, half Chinese but in, in the movies half Japanese but he he goes. My dad's a dentist, right? Yeah, he does say that. Yeah. He says my dad's a dentist. Yeah. So unless his parents are divorced, that makes no sense because his last name is Murata in the movie, which is a Japanese last name.
0: Oh. But, well, his
3: dad could be a uh, you know a Japanese dentist.
2: No, he says his dad's white. Oh, well, his dad is white. <laughs> he goes. I got i I'm white. My dad's a dentist. He goes or oh. he says something along the lines of my dad's white and he's a dentist. Oh. I'm like, but your last name is Murata. So
0: that would be your dad. What? So,
2: yeah, your dad wouldn't be the white guy then. Your dad, your 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 dad has to be the Japanese father unless you're unless they're divorced. Yeah, none of these things. <laughs> I, make I know sense. They didn't. Th- they,
0: I know they didn't think of
2: that. No, they, I know know, they, they didn't did not. They did not give a shit. They gave no maybe. shits. They were like, let's put a
0: Japanese name on him. The title is actually turns out it was a deliberate nod to Big Trouble in Little China. They were going to call the film Sergeant K or K- Yakuza, but that's why I always get it confused with Big Trouble in Little China. It's shot in Little Tokyo. Very similar. After watching this movie, I went. This movie, I, I I
2: don't I don't think of it as a buddy cop movie that I think of as all the other greats, but I'm gonna start including it in my all time buddy cop movies I, I, because yeah, that's what sells it is them two's relationship amongst the, and the boobs. Yes.
3: Well, I just think that it's so fucking batshit crazy and just so loaded with fucking crazy shit. Like like Imran said in the beginning, like you got. What seventy nine minutes? Yes, oh yeah, Sorry, and yeah. they fucking pack every fucking. I piece. did not expect this much there's, in seventy nine minutes. There's 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 tits, there's Dolph's ass, there's fucking penis lines about penises, explosions, fight scenes,
2: explosions. chase scenes.
3: Holy shit! It's just nonstop. There's people getting crushed in
2: cars. A fight with Japanese men in their thongs in a bathhouse.
3: Yeah, I mean that. There's lots of memorable
0: shit. There kind of <laughs> is. And it's like, this is might be an underrated cult classic now that I've watched this. Uh, all right, let's just rate this movie. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Yeah. A couple other things. Yeah, yeah. What else you got?
2: I, I wrote down, 35 minutes in, I wrote down, after uh, he rapes Tia Carrera's character, I went to my... I said, I said out loud, this is not a good movie. Uh, and <laughs> so then I was like, but I still kind of like it, which is kind of yes. sick. This is the type of movie you have to grade on a curve. Like, it's Absolutely. literally... At one point, I'm like, this is a cartoon. Yeah, this is yeah. Bugs Bunny. Like, the, the way they're all acting, the, the line delivery, the way they're acting, the way the the scenes are cut, it, it's literally a cartoon of people getting destroyed.
3: Just the fact that the WB is like, their name is on this, oh it's fucking hilarious. Oh my I can't God. believe I that. I love that
0: movie where Brandon Lee grabs the guy in a headlock, right? And then like kicks him with his feet from behind repeatedly in the face. That's a great move. You see a lot of great moves from the Brandon Lee.
3: Well, like for $8 million yes. to be this entertaining and memorable, like, you know, they did something right. I, I don't know yeah. what it was. There's
2: there one point where I wrote down the, the bad guys yell, like, name your price yeah. to get out of something with golf yeah. and Van and Lee. And Brandon Lee goes, Well, I've always wanted a Porsche. It's <laughs>
0: <laughs> so bad. It's so bad. It's good. That's the thing. You're right. It's not a good movie, but it is definitely so bad. It's good. Uh, any okay final closing thoughts and give it a ranking and I think we got to give it I'm ready to give it two different scores on two different levels like you just kind of mentioned to Anthony you go first so
2: yeah final thoughts this is a this is a batshit movie I mean again I think Roadhouse is a much better movie than this which is saying something yeah but there are times when this is just insane just an insane movie with terrible acting and weird plot things and things you can point out and just go, that makes no goddamn sense whatsoever. But it's so fun. Yeah. So if I'm grading it as a real movie, it's like a two out of ten. <laughs> 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 it, it barely is a movie. Yeah. Um, But if I'm grading it on the curve that I have to give it, I would say it's a good six and a half out of ten. Yeah. I, I, I liked it. I liked it. I wouldn't say I loved it because it's just there's so many problems with the damn movie, but it it is entertaining. I think Brandon Lee Brandon Lee and Dolph Lundgren have like some sort of weird chemistry. Like it's not good acting chemistry, but it's chemistry nonetheless. Yeah. And there is some good action scenes. But Dolph is massive. I mean, he's just I, I I look at his body, I'm like, "Oh my god, that guy's that guy's amazingly fucking big." And so there's that physical charisma and then Brandon Lee just being having the time of his life being a goofball. Um, it all it all coalesces into a movie and there's hot chicks. They're all coalesces into a movie that I would potentially like.
0: No, I will agree. I will say I can't believe this slipped by me. Like I said, but if you are a connoisseur of action movies, this has everything that's in the DNA, everything that it hits all the boxes. It is ridiculous and it's not a good movie, but it is fucking it is fun as hell. Uh I and I would I would this is a movie where I have to tell people at work I'm like have you seen this You have to watch this movie It's horrible It's so great But I'm with you I, The movie is like a four But on an entertainment level It's like a six and a half for me This is a fucking fun movie We have to give it two scores <laughs> We have to give it two scores this We're is, like the rotten tomatoes We give it the critic score and no the audience score to Do this Rugs What about you
3: Oh I'm not gonna do the whole thing with the, the I'm just gonna give you the score okay, Let's hear the, right? it's the score It's a six and a half Oh well, It's just, just it a, a
0: straight six and a half
3: it's a six and a half uh regardless because the whole point of a movie uh you know what you're getting right so this is an aborted movie right this is a movie that they tried to kill yeah. yep they tried to kill this movie and it didn't die and it came out and it it is the roadhouse of the 90s yeah it is yeah, kind of yeah like you know Roadhouse was like the fucking movie that just wouldn't die that just fucking like did everything that you wanted in a fucking action movie. <laughs> And this one almost does the same thing, in a lot of ways. And like, were you really wanting more? Like, what else more did you no, want? from was in this film. Oh, I had everything that was a perfectly, perfect. It's perfect It was, it was seventy nine minutes. Great runtime. <laughs> yeah. and, and and you left going, that movie was so fucking, fucking weird and funny. I laughed so hard, like so many times. I was like, oh my god, this movie. And it's just memorable. So, is it a good movie? No, is it? But it's a fucking great night. Yeah, like, there you go. A great way to spend seventy nine minutes. And it's
0: full of stuff that you don't see anymore that you couldn't do today. Largely, oh, a never lot of the again. things. And you get to see Brandon Lee like a rising
3: star yeah, yeah. in his
0: early. Why career are movies in- so long now? There's nothing wrong with a seventy nine minute, ninety minute movie. These fucking things don't have to be two plus hours. It's too long. I it was. It's a relief when I see a short movie like this. But wow. Wow, what an experience. Uh, Showdown Little Tokyo. We'll see how far it goes in the tournament. It may go farther than, uh, I think, uh, after <laughs> after this review. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It could, it, just That's, for fun factor and memory. It could be the Roadhouse, yeah. house, you know, fucking journey that Roadhouse took. Dark Horse. Yeah, the Dark Horse. Yeah.
3: What do you feel about that, Anthony? Do you think it's got Dark Horse potential or...
2: Uh, I gotta, I gotta abstain any comments oh, yeah. just because oh, I know where it's, I know exactly who it's facing no, in the first round, so I'm just gonna abstain. Oh
0: man, oh. you're gonna have Brandon <laughs> Lee movies go up against each other. Maybe I don't know. I'm guessing that would be tough. Oh, that's a dirty <laughs> trick. That would be dirty. <laughs> it would be hard. Okay, let's do some quick news from the nation. It's time news from the nation. for news from the nation.
1: <laughs> it stinks!
3: It stinks! It stinks!
0: Uh, all I got is one uh, quick thing. Gregory Witzerek posted uh, the article uh, announcing that HBO has canceled Westworld after four seasons. Rugs, it's done. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bruce O. Hughes commented, the story was over in season two. They just keep on going, aimless, plotless, and to lower and lower ratings. Your creators knew it. They have new shows coming out. Joshua Michael says, love the first season. We were pumped for season two. Didn't even finish the first episode. I did not watch the fourth season. I've watched the first three seasons of the show, and it's a show that just gets me angry because I don't know what's going on ever. Like I kind of do. And I do, but it was just unnecessary. And I heard season four was better, but now I don't even know if I'm going to go watch it. It's done. I don't know how much longer this could have went on. Are you, uh, what do you think? This is probably a good time I, for it I watched
3: end. a few episodes of the new fourth season. Okay. And how I was I have that? not finished it yeah. yet. And it was interesting. Yeah. It's a high quality show. It's just, they, they didn't have four seasons of a a story to tell. They should have just kept it to one or two and that's it. Yeah. I uh, wonder
0: if it ends like if they, they didn't know it was going to be canceled when they finished making the show. So I wonder if it ends all with a big open. ending. it's
3: weird. Okay. So to, to kind of encapsulate what the show is the first season of the show, you watch them in Westworld, which is like an amusement park where people go to kind of uh, abuse robots, I guess. Like, they get to live out their fantasies. They can fuck robots. They can, And all these robots look like hot people and all that stuff. But uh, you find out that they're sentient, actually, and they revolt, and they start killing people, and there's a whole thing where they're trying to get, escape from Westworld. And then you find out it's not just Westworld. There's like a samurai world. There's all different worlds that they've created. And um, then for some reason, either they you leave and the third season you leave Westworld you, and they, they kind of, they sneak out into the real world and they're living amongst people and they're trying to like end Westworld from like the office. <laughs> like, oh, the I guess. Corporate, I oh, that's right. The yeah. corporate side of things. Cause
0: they can't do it from
3: the park. So they got to go and infiltrate the actual uh, people who own
0: the park and all was that, that stuff. The and season that's season with the dude from uh, breaking bad, Jesse. Yeah. That was the third season. Okay. I yeah, don't so even remember. The whole crux
3: of that story is that they um that they're working so they're, they're always working on something, right? And so the big thing that they're working on is they ha- they developed this AI that could basically program people. Like Westworld was actually You know how like you have like a, a, an app and, and they're just taking your data and selling it to somebody? Yeah, TikTok. So basically Westworld is like another one of those apps. It's like people go there and then they get all this information oh, about that's people right. and they use they it using, to control yeah, people. Yeah, that's
0: right. Okay. Now so
3: this it. big corporation created this giant brain that was like, oh yeah, being, that they were using to like actually control humans I now. About all of this. Yes, right. And so the robots and the humans have to team up to fucking destroy this shit. And then uh, that's the thing. We're at the fourth season for that. Okay.
0: So mm, I don't know if I'll check it out.
3: I thought it was interesting, but, you know, it just seemed like um, it was dr- getting dragged out. They should have just made it like two seasons. And that's well,
0: Zazlav is fucking killing shows, and this is another uh, casualty, and I haven't had a chance to play this clip again. Some motherfuckers are always trying to ice skate up Bill.: I don't know if it applies. I just wanted to hear. it. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, Westworld's done. A lot of things being canceled. Let's finish up with what are we watching have you guys caught up to the Andor? Anybody?
3: Yes, I have. Oh. I
2: have
0: not. Oh. I haven't watched it in about three or four weeks. Okay, well, the 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 third three-episode arc has ended, so there's three episodes left. Uh, Rugs, without spoiling anything for Anthony, what do you think of the show now after nine episodes?
3: The weird thing is I watched them, but I don't remember them. Ah. I know that we spend a lot of time with Mon Mothma. Yeah. And we spent a lot of time with the
0: ISB lady. Yes, the blonde lady. and, yes. Cyril and so and the, the the cop who got. Yes. So
3: yeah. So they're all they're all investigating. You know, they're trying to get. And then there's also Andor, wherever he is. I don't want to give away where he Andor's is. Andor's
0: journey, and it involves Andy Circus joining the cast. Right, which is interesting. He's great.
3: So all that stuff has been interesting. I, I was just like, please let it not be this now. I don't want to, but they they quickly got it over with, so I was happy. Um, you know, it's cool. It's it's watchable. It's done well. So I have really not, nothing negative no, to I say know. about I,
0: it. I we definitely. I can't wait to review it when the finale I comes out. I do think
3: out. that if you're if you're here to watch, if you're here expecting Star Wars hijinks, you're not getting it.
0: I mean, it's almost like an HBO show at times, right? It's all—it it has that feel. It's not very Star Wars, but it is good characters, it's, good fucking drama. It's almost like a Black Mirror, a little bit. Like that. It reminded me of that. I'm there's yeah. like
3: um, it's like you know, we started it with a heist, and then we ended up in a different spot, and then I don't know where we're gonna go in phase three. What would this? Where's it gonna go from here? So it's going to be interesting to see how it pans
0: out. I'm still digging it. Uh, In the meantime, I had a chance to watch a lot of 90s action movies this week, Uh and they all starting to blur together a little bit. Here's what I watched. I will break down my thoughts real quick. I watched Time Cop, Cliffhanger and Rapid Fire. Whoa. Af- Whoa! After watching Showdown in Little Tokyo, so you went crazy. Oh, I went crazy. I did a little Jean Claude, the little Sylvester. Let's, let's little... hear. Let's hear
2: your quick thoughts on everything.
0: Time Cop was okay. It's pro- I love time travel movies. It's probably my least favorite time travel movie. It's probably really? the, the least smartest. It just wasn't like the clever time travel stuff. But I liked it. I, it's he, Look, Jean-Claude does the splits twice, and it's fantastic both times. One time on like a laundry machine or something. Yes, to avoid getting electrocuted. That was fantastic. And one time he drops down, punches a guy in the nuts. I think he does something like that, or he dodges a thing. Here's my only question. It was a, it was good. It was, a, it, uh, it, it was good. It had good explosions. Here's the thing <laughs> I didn't understand. The mechanism of time travel. To travel through time, they sit in these little cars that are on a railing. And then they speed down this track, and they're not going very fast, even though I know they're supposed to be. They don't look like... They disappear into this, like, bubble in the air. On the other end, they just fall out of the air, okay? And then, when you see them return, they come back, and they return in this car. Well, How does this work? Where the fuck did the car go? How did they get the car on the other side? I didn't see the car come out on the other side. None of this makes sense. <laughs> I found that very annoying as well. Right. I was like, how does this... So It's like... They use time travel as a gimmick. Didn't really. It's not thoughtful time travel, but the action is great. I like Jean Claude playing kind of these two roles, like a younger self and an older self. Uh, that was fun. Cliffhanger, which is on Hulu.
2: Oh, I gotta watch that stuff.
0: Fantastic opening. Fantastic tense opening. Yeah, great, great
3: job. In it's, that. A, and
0: you know what? John Lithgow does play a good bad guy. You see Sly channel a little bit of John Rambo from the first Rambo movie, where it's that thing. Where he's in the wilderness, he's being hunted. He's got to survive on his own skills. Uh, but I rather enjoyed the cliffhanger. Looking back, like you have some fantastic mountain shots, like on location, and then just like really shitty sets, like mixed in. It's great to see it go back and forth. Uh, but it, you know, before you had Tom Cruise hanging off the side of a mountain in Mission Impossible, you had fucking Sly Stallone hanging off the side of a mountain. Yeah, it's true. Very similar. And then Rapid Fire. Like I said, you see Brandon Lee get better and better. Rapid Fire, also great. I love the Chicago element that you know they're keeping him in Chicago. And where the cops, where um, Powers Booth and that girl, the cops have set up their station in the Fireside Bowl for some reason. That didn't make sense. That's a real place. I've been there. It's a bowling alley (laughs) and they have concerts in there. But I don't like, why are you in this bowling alley? I don't get it, but you see his style of mixing, like you said before, Bruce Lee, Jackie Chan, using the yeah. environment, using the, uh, the refrigerator door. I will always love that slide under the table, kick the table in the guy's face. Fucking move <laughs> is yeah, it's fantastic.
3: Great. Kicks but, the guy through the stairs. But, you know. Yeah, but
0: it's this, this art student who just knows how to fire a gun and fucking fuck people up for some reason. Sure. Yeah, a random art student sure. that just
2: gets roped in and happens and just be able to kick everyone's ass and then has a few, a clear way of getting out of this like the crime scene <laughs> yeah. the the investigation is over they don't need him anymore and he he volunteers to come back in.
0: <laughs> He's like I'll testify. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, they show something in art school that always happens by always I mean never and that is that your life figure model is super hot and then she comes up to you and asks you out on a date afterwards.
2: No, that asks you out on a date but happens to be actually working for a a, a group of Tiananmen Square doubles that happened to rent out a, like, probably a million dollar art studio that happens to have a drug (laughs) deal going on in it. Yeah,
0: there was a lot of mixed (laughs) things going on there. Uh, But that, dude, Brandon Lee's fighting in that is great and it gets better. And then you think about the crow, how much better he gets.
3: There's a lot of Asian bad guys in these movies. There is. There's
0: another set of Asian bad guys in here. Uh, but then, like, the, all these movies kind of started blurring together, and I was like, wait, what happened in this one? I can't remember. <laughs> they kind of blur together. And then I also yeah. watched, and if that wasn't enough, I watched that Enola Holmes 2 uh, that came out on Netflix with Millie Bobby Brown and Henry Cavill. Now it's that tr- you know what? These are fun movies. I kind of enjoyed Enola Holmes 2. It's a good adventure, it's two hours, but they start building the early mythology for Sherlock in this. There's a fun Easter egg that sets up his partner. She's breaking the fourth wall a lot, but it's really well made. Henry Cavill's great. Millie Bobby Brown is fantastic. Like I just like what I, lo- I, I I love the Millie Bobby Brown. I'll watch anything she's in. She's usually good. A fun, fun, uh good time. A lot of good uh action in the uh, in Ola Holmes. So it was all right. It was good. I like those movies. What else? What'd you guys watch? You might check it. Uh
2: did I watch anything? I don't remember. Yeah, I'm good. I don't think I watched anything.
0: Alright, well, get ready for next week, listener. We will be reviewing Black Panther. It is Black Panther week. It comes out November 11th and uh, they, it is tracking to open. It's been a sluggish box office and Marvel is going to inject the hot cash injection into the box office because this movie is tracking to open $175 million and wow. upward. Oh, shit. It could possibly break, break $200 million. I think it's going to have a really strong opening. Uh, and do well, and then... I'll be there opening night. I will be there the Thursday night in a packed theater. It opens on Wednesday? No, it opens on Friday, the 11th. No. no, I'm going to see it the yeah, Thursday. No, it, opens it really on comes Thursday. on Thursday. Right, yeah. Thursday, Thursday. Yep. And if you're not going to go see that, uh, to speaking of Stallone, uh, his new show, Tulsa King, where he plays a mob boss who has been relocated to Tulsa, Oklahoma, premieres on Paramount Plus on Sunday, November 13th. I'm kind of curious, uh, and I might check out like the first episode of that. It's like Lily Lilyhammer, except in yes, Texas, Yes, except in Tulsa, and not with Stephen Van Sant. But is Tulsa in Texas? or Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Oklahoma, yes. Yeah. But I could see Sly at his age being like a mob boss, like, I, and if it's if it if it's like straight acting, like I think he might be good in this. So I'm gonna check that out. That's all stuff to to watch. Keep yourself oh, nice. I'm looking forward to that. All right, that's it for this week. Everybody Rugs, where can the listener find you? You can find me on Twitter at ReallyRugBoy. Visit the website, visit the show description for this episode. You'll find links to all the Indian Bollywood trailers and the Godzilla short. Definitely check it out. Everything we talked about is in there. And the most important thing you can do is share the show listener. We would appreciate it. Thanks for listening to the Jock and Nerd podcast. My name is Imran. My name's Anthony. He's the jock. He's the nerd We'll be you next time Yay my teeth stayed in my mouth Some motherfuckers are always
3: trying to ice skate on you Oh my god You have the biggest dick I've ever seen on a man. And you sir Are you waiting to receive my lip penis
1: Jogging nerd